Uh, all right, let's jump into the to the roundup so we can get into this good Cowboys content, y'all. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. <laughs> somebody, seriously, somebody in the chat. Yeah, somebody in the chat said, Corey about to get me demonetized already. Nah, man. <laughs> hey, listen, man. This is. This is the morning roundup. Let's but I'm like, what did I say? It came back a month later. Like, you got to get this video down, brother. <laughs> it's old. You good, bro. This is the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness. Your solution for your fitness goals, whether it be toning up, strengthening up, sports, stress relief. Our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, or experienced professional certified trainers. Cool thing about Texas Family Fitness, uh, something going on right now that we're doing, a free jersey giveaway and a three-month membership for free, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what you can do, go to Texas Family Fitness anywhere via Twitter, you, I'm sorry, via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Follow them and then share it by tagging two of your friends, right? Tag two of your friends. And, and once we see you have done that, you'll be entered in a drawing for a free jersey giveaway. I'll have more information on that uh, throughout this, this week and uh, Sunday and actually on Monday as well. So tune in for that. Here we go, man. Injury updates. Let's get to it. Tony Pollard did not practice uh, yesterday. So TP is still nursing the injury. We'll see if he's going to return, which is weird because Coach McCarthy came out in his morning presser and he had said, yeah, Tony Pollard's going to be back at practice. Oh, wasn't back at practice. He's a DNP. Uh, Sean McKeon, or McEwen, I always I figure that out, participated in full. A lot of people are probably like, why do we care about Sean McKeon? Well, the 12 personnel package and the tight ends in general just haven't been hitting over the last four weeks. And I think when you got you know, Blake Jarwin missing, in and out, Sean McKeon, I don't think Jeremy sprinkles that guy to, to do that 12 stuff with. McKeon gives you a passing option, so I think getting him back is going to help with this offense and getting some continuity, right? That's a term that I'm going to use a lot with Okoye today is that this offense is, doesn't have a lot of continuity going on with it. Um, and also, Donovan Wilson and Justin Hamilton return. I'm just saying this defense continues to get healthier and healthier as we get closer and closer to the end of the regular season. I don't know how many games we're going to get Dino for. Y'all know me. I'm not really relying on him long term anymore because he gets dinged up. He plays like a kamikaze type of player. But if he's going to give me two, three, four games, I know he's going to give me 110% with those games, man. He's going to take somebody out with him. So good to have him back. Justin Hamilton as another great rotational piece if needed. Uh, big body and just I don't know that we've seen a Cowboys defense this healthy this late like this. So I'm excited for it and we're going to talk a lot about that today. We did talk a lot about it yesterday, but we'll add on to it with my guy Akoya. He's a defensive guru in my opinion. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear what he said. 
super chat. Well, I'm pressing all the wrong buttons. <laughs> Yo, let's see, listen. We might have to do it. This might have to be one of them jokes. We record and <laughs> three, <laughs> three giants added to the reserve COVID list. That's five total. Here, I'm going to name them all of you. Five giant players have tested positive since Monday. Wide receivers, Kadarius, Tony, and John Ross out on Sunday. Linebackers, Cam Brown and Shane. not even going to try to pronounce his last name, out. Cornerback, Aaron Robinson, in addition to Xavier McKinney, all on the COVID-19 list, all most likely out on Sunday. I think that's huge. That is massive. Uh, at least I'm looking John Ross, Kadarius Tony, and, and who's the other one I said? Xavier McKinney. All these guys are integral parts of their team, and they're not going to have them on Sunday, Koye. So when I, when, I, when I get to you here, we got to talk a little bit about that and how that affects. And this is why I say if you see this down here, folks, time to get right. This is a, a get right game. And let me bring my boy, Okoye Media, up in this thing here. And y'all already know, man. Make sure I give a shout-out to Okoye Media. What's up, brother? What up, what up, man? Appreciate the love, man. Hey. Thanks to everybody, too, showing love in the chat. You're not, yeah, man. You're not a yeah, yokey today, the Giants, bro. man. Let's go. Yeah, not a yokey. I'm not a yokey. You're not a yokey today. Oh, damn. Today. Fixed you up. Oh, damn. Yeah, damn. People, people might have started calling me that. I might have been, like, one of my little pseudonyms or something, though, man. I might have to. Still that. Nah, I'm gonna make nah, a t-shirt nah. and say a Yoki on it. You gotta switch it, you gotta switch it around there. What's the Y gonna be first? <laughs> what do you call them? An- anagrams, like yeah. like like uh like Omicron is moronic. When that's an anagram. See, y'all don't we know. We talk about that. Y'all don't know how deep Okoye is for real, bro. Like he sent me something the other day that had me for the you know I, that's that's for, Oh, you watched it. That, you I, watched I, it. I, I half of it. I didn't watch all of it. I couldn't get through all you I had to go back to work. That, bro, that you gonna love it, man. I, I watched half I of it. You and would I'm, like that. I'm like I'm sitting here stuck like this. Is, am I real? <laughs> oh my God, Apologies, y'all. Apologies. But this is what me and Koye do. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought so. I thought like, he going to be snapping when he watched it. I watch stuff like that, man. I do. Me too. Yeah, that's what I'm into. Marcus man. is into that too. But so listen, y'all. Giants, Cowboys. I dubbed this the, the, the get right game. Because right now. The Cowboys and, and Koya, I don't got to ask you. I know you know who this character is. Y'all remember Can't Get Right from Life? That's the Dallas Cowboys offense right now. For those who don't know, this is Can't Get Right, okay? He's a gentleman that came to the campground, you know, couldn't speak too well, didn't talk much at all, but he could play some dang on baseball, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Jangalang, Jangalang, coaching him up and whatnot, yeah. <laughs> I'm the uh, Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Too. Uh, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. That's a great character. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. But this is the Cowboys offense. And if you don't know who Can Get Right is, go to YouTube, type in Can Get Right, and that's the Dallas Cowboys offense. He he can't speak. He, he can't seem to get right, but he can do one thing well, and that's play some ball. And that's the Dallas Cowboys offense. Right now, they can't seem to speak and get the communication right. But we know they can play ball, fam. We know that's they right. can play ball. So it's real frustrating, Nikoye, when you when you see the offense over the last month and a half go through these continuity issues, these communication issues, the quarterback uh, and, and wide receiver connections not there, the run game is just all not right. 
but this game against this defense, and we've both seen this defense over the last month, I feel like they can get off on this. What's your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys uh, getting right this week? I mean, I think this defense will carry us through this game. I mean, obviously. Um, offensively, I think it all starts up front, though. I think we have had issues since Denver, since we started shuffling around the offensive line. Um, and I know you see the symptomatic uh, results everywhere else, like with, with the passing game and the running game. But when you go back to the film uh, and start looking at it, mm-hmm. you know, you can say, okay, Zeke's hurt. But you can also look at the fact that the offensive line is making it so that they have to uh, they have to make guys miss even on the on the larger runs that we have like Tony Pollard's toss and um, uh, the week before in the Saints game um, Ceedee Lamb's toss last week yeah. you can see that there's guys there's bodies in the backfield it's just that we have you know athletic talent back there that can make guys miss and still make plays Zeke unfortunately can't really do that right now because he can't cut off that knee right now so. Yeah. So he's just like a torpedo that can go full speed straight ahead. But these guys are not blowing guys off the ball. They 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 revert it. And I don't know if it's because Joe Philbin was was out. I don't know what it is. But the offensive line and the way we are calling run plays and the way we're blocking on them has reverted back to the way we were that year where uh, Fredericks had just came back from the Gilliam Bear uh, injury yep. where we weren't firing off off the ball. We look like we're getting hit on every play and. You know, it's a war of attrition, man. Fatigue settling it. So I think everything's offensive, offensive line based. But the fact that we're playing the Giants should be good. It's like, it's, it's like okay, if you can't get right against the Giants, I will worry. That's that's. I, I won't. That's you know. That's how I feel, I'm just bro. Gonna st- I will worry. I, I said that yesterday, that. Corey. I'm like, all right, listen, man. I get it. Saints defense can be tough, right? Like that. That Denver Broncos defense. We all thought it was a just a bad game in Denver Broncos defense. Um, we see what the Chiefs are doing, right? The Chiefs' defense is – no one wants to talk about this because it ain't the Cowboys, but the Chiefs' defense is carrying that team this year. Yeah, 100%. Period. Last um, six weeks, it's been the defense. It's been the defense. So We woke them up. Yeah, well, and then it seems like the Raiders wake up their offense. So maybe the <laughs> the Giants can be our Raiders, right? Right. You know, exactly right. Because no, – I hope they stump on the star. Are we playing in uh, Dallas or are we no, playing in No, we're in New York. Oh, damn. In New York. And, and, I would say stump on the star like the Raiders did, you know, like they did the Chiefs and get your ass whooped like your daddy now, used to. It'd be walk. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all Friday. The, the, it'll you be like uh, Washington next next week will be in Dallas, so so we'll finally get a home game. But they're going on this three-game uh, uh, road stretch. And before I get into their defense, Cowboys, Dak Prescott in games where it's kind of cold, it's it's been it's been muddy. And that's why you need to carry this this run game. And I'll get back into the run game in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at the Giants' defense, man, over the last eight, not the last eight games, but eight games this year, they've allowed 100 yards on the ground, okay? Uh, last week they gave up 152 yards on the ground to the Chargers. And they've had seven games this year where they've allowed over 400 total yards and a 500-yard performance by the Cowboys, by the way, in week five. So, this is why I believe that this is, you know, a game where the offense can come out there and have some success. You know, no Xavier McKinney, who, who has been a guy that they've counted on this year, Koye. Um, Leonard Williams, I have no idea if he's going to play. He had messed his elbow up, so he may not play. So there's really no excuse this week, man. You'll, you'll have consecutive weeks of your receivers being there, of practices, of the COVID thing not getting in your way. 
So I think we need to be able to start seeing this rhythm and flow get back right because did you see the the Washington game? Did you notice the miscommunication when you were watching the tape? It was pretty bad. And and it, it's crazy because it, it, all they had to do is run too high. You know, that's it. You run too high, we start calling West Coast-style plays, and it seems like we can't throw short for some reason. We, we can get the long stuff, no problem. Up the seams, up the middle of the field, Dak is still on fire there. But, uh, yeah, everything close to the line of scrimmage looked real afflicted, you know, uh, last week. Uh, that interception he threw to Collins. Uh, uh, Dak is not comfortable. It's not. It has nothing to do with mechanics. You mean Holcomb? It has nothing to oh, – no, Oh, you mean the no, first one? Collins. Oh, that was a bad yeah. throw, man. Whoa. Terrible I don't throw. Know. Yeah, he's uncomfortable because we know he can make these throws in his sleep. He's thinking about what's going on around him, and you can tell. Because when he's calm or he's 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 just in the in the flow state and what you call flow state, because that Dak is like yeah. I think Dak is amongst the top quarterbacks in the league when he's in that flow state. But when he's uncomfortable, just like a lot of these other guys, and I don't want to beat him up for it because any quarterback that's uncomfortable is going to struggle. But Dak, it seems like he's he's still hearing footsteps for some reason. It has nothing to do with ability, you know. No. It's communication, injury, like you said. Opinion. Yeah, it's, no, well. He, he his legs aren't quite right either though. When he when he goes to run, that that burst isn't there. He's not what burst. That boy ain't never had no burst. But that could take <laughs> off on you and get get a couple yards. Like that started to run. It's like he looked like Peyton Manning moving around. There, he looked man. like man, let's slow as hell. That boy, like, what Dak do it? Like when he running to his left, he don't look quite right. I don't know if it's the cleats because he was in Washington or what, but his legs just look stuck in the mud. Here's the thing with Dak, he ain't never been fleet of foot. What he is, he a locomotive. If you can get him good, that's why those read options were so good because there was no thinking. It was pull it out and run straight. And he'd get some weight behind him and he could chuck you and things like that. Now, behind the line of scrimmage, he could dance around and run around and make a throw right. and things like that. But when it comes to just straight up making somebody miss, dang, Dak Prescott. You know, it ain't really never been that. You're doing it better than he's doing it. Like that, yeah, yeah, that third and younger. three. Third and three. No, I'm talking about last year when he got hurt. Third, that third and three this year, though, last week. Third and three, he has, uh, I think, 52. I don't remember what that kid's name is, but he's out in zone right above him, probably like, the ball. yeah, 10 yards off the ball. That could have, I mean, any Peyton Manning could have ran that for, for three yards, bro. Like, you know, he 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 just, he's gun shy when it comes to running. running. He's gun shy with the ball. Just right now, it's just not right. And I don't blame Dak Ford. I think he's just, he's not confident in the guys in front of him right now. And he, he can't say that. So we have to, we have to say it. You can't say it, and you can see, you can see the players coming out saying certain things. You can see the coaches coming out. They won't drop a name, but if you listen and read between the lines, they they see that this is a collective cluster, of, you know, of things going on right now. Uh, but he's the head of the table, right? So he's gonna right. fall on the sword, and he's he had his to. problems. The, the missed interception. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, the missed throw to Collins, uh, interception, bad throw. The decision to 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 throw that rock with Holcomb. Bad decision plus bad throw. And that's really been the most disappointing thing for me from the game was right. his decision-making. And some of the things, some of the decisions he didn't make, right, like taking off and running. You know, mm-hmm. there was a couple times where he had that in front of him and things like that. But I think the fix, Okoye, could just be simple, and it could just be cohe- or continuity and mm-hmm. communication. And the best way to get your communication back on track is continuity. Right. Uh, these boys just haven't had – a, a really good stretch of practices and games together due to a bunch of circumstances. Right. And during the season, that can be a challenge when you're 
A, going on the road, B, in and out of lineups and things like that, and having to play with your third and fourth guys and having to overcome these things. So it's going to look ugly, and I think it's been looking ugly, bro. Ugly is an understatement, bro. So I'll be scratching my head out there. Like, you know, those four plays, the fumble, when he's trying to hand off, he just trips. It looked oh, like he that got, was a rookie move. No, 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 no. What's I the blame, name? Tripped him. Oh, um, who, who, the who center. tripped him? Uh, see, I didn't even peep that. Yeah. And I ain't even going to get on Biadass, badass. You know what I mean? I ain't going to get on him because Biadass looked horrible. But anyway, um, the uh, the pitch. the pit, uh, McGovern is, is he's like a, the polar opposite of Connor Williams. Connor Williams struggles with power. McGovern struggles with space IQ mm-hmm. and and speed. Yeah. If you if you play with him on a stunt or you, you know, you you can outmaneuver him pretty easy. Like they had one play in particular where McGovern they had a moving offensive line where everybody was shifting to the right. And mm-hmm. McGovern turns his whole his his body, you know, perpendicular to the line of scrimmage. And I'm like, as soon as he turned his hips, none I think it was number ninety seven just ran right by him. I'm like, yo, you you didn't you didn't like, you know, sidestep, you know, yeah, you talk laterally. About- he just you know what I'm talking him. about? Yeah, he just yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? So, you know, the offensive line is definitely in question, man. But you know that that uh, that pitch in the uh, red zone, I, I was I was pissed off about four plays, four or five plays I saw out there where it's like, what is going on, man? It's like drive killing plays at mm-hmm. that, you know, or game changing plays. Like those turnovers were crucial. I, I think one of the main problems, and we talked about this here in the chat. By the way, shout out to y'all uh, in the chat here. We're about two hundred. And so deep combined, appreciate you guys joining us this early morning, um, is an issue we're having with running the ball is that we can't run the ball when we get into that green zone. and We we don't. We don't, right? And, I and can't. We don't. I can live with it between the 20s a little bit, between the 30s, right? All right. It, it's struggling between the 30s. Cool. You have an offense that can move the ball downfield. But where the run game is missed most for any team, if you don't have one, is in the red zone, right? Because, you know, you, you, you don't have a lot of field anymore. So it, it crunches up, it gets shortened, and Dak is still – I don't think Dak is, is, is still the greatest red zone quarterback just yet because they took his legs away. So now mm-hmm. if I don't have to worry about the threat of your legs and your scheme is not a red zone – like I don't think ca- the Cowboys have a passing scheme in a red zone that is um, a, 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 a help to your quarterback. Because we have a vertical offense. A vertical offense. Yep, you need that east to west offense in the red zone. Right, and we don't have that's how that. we get beat. Yeah, we don't have that, and we don't have a, a, a Cole Beasley that is so quick in that slot that Hunter Renfro that can get open real fast. So really, our passing red zone is, is based off of a you messing up your defense, messing up, or b we're gonna throw it up to to eighty eight. We're gonna throw it up to thirteen. That is the passing red zone if you really really look at yeah. it. Or Dak yep. scrambling around and finding somebody. There's really yep. not much, in my opinion, schematics. And I don't know, y'all tell me if I'm wrong on this, but that's how I'm seeing it with our red zone passing offense. I mean, the way I feel about it, man, is like we get we spread them out for no reason in the red zone. Oh gosh, you know, start. we'll go power. Last week we went power between the twenties, and even with Zeke's injury, I was watching how he was running. He he can't cut, but he can torpedo for seven yards. He was doing it consistently. You know, Downhill. in between the twenties, yeah. And when the offensive line was doing that, uh, they actually were listening to us because we said we want to see some some of those bigger uh, packages. They did that. Uh, and it was actually working the best that it could with Zeke's injury. He was going straight lines. Uh, and 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 so was um, Clemens. Clemens ran pretty well uh, yeah. last week. So with that, 
When we get to the red zone, though, we go right back to shotgun <laughs> and we start running out of that. I'm like, Putting well, Zeke out why wide. don't you just do what you were doing to get up here? Jesus. Run power and run it three straight times power. If they can stop that, then they stop it. But right. we'll be at the 10 throwing the ball for or 15. Uh, three, three, yeah, three consecutive times. Run it if, and then continue to run it. And then if, you, if you're if you on a third and short situation, run it again because you can go forward and fourth down and run it again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I want to see... I want to see. I don't. I don't care about anything cute. We get too cute in the red zone. They saved us on a play where I think we had an illegal formation with that um, that uh, fake toss, that option route where you you fake the toss to yeah. Lamb and, and try to well, toss to Zeke. Why are we doing I, stuff like that in the he, red zone? Just run the ball. He glitches. I I, I don't like. I don't. Uh, Kellen Moore is all. He's also culpable in this. Dak is culpable in this. The offensive line. The run. Everybody. It's a whole collect, collective cluster. But what you're specifically talking about, if you go watch my breakdown of what I thought were some of the issues on the offensive side of the ball, they ran that power. I call it the weird fullback offensive lineman spot, right? They, they do that. I, it was cute at the beginning of the year when you put Lil McGovern in there and it was something different, and then you did it the correct way. You would get into the 10, the 15, and you would run it with that package. Why? I don't, I don't, I don't think they should be running that package at your own 20. I don't think they should be running that package at your own 30. Use that in the red zone where you're struggling to run the ball because going hawk package or whatever the hell it is at the your own 20-yard line and getting three yards in cloud of dust does nothing. But if I get first and 10 from the 12 and I get three or four yards now, I'm at the eight. That changes right. everything. Do it again. <laughs> Do it right. again. Now you're at the three. Right. Do so it again. You it, know what I'm saying? I, I don't Crazy, understand man. Kellen's. I don't understand Kellen's flow. Like, the plays he calls, I said it, they aren't bad plays. It's when and, and the timing of how he calls them is so frustrating. It's like if he was a golfer, he putts when you're supposed to drive, and he drives when you're supposed to putt. Like, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like, when he, he's not a finisher, and no, I come at him all the time nah. because he has great play design, but you can see there's no aggression there when it comes to uh, the red zone. And I, I, I looked at some of the offense, too. I know we're not – you know, going super deep on the offense. I'll be talking whatever. Uh, that that slant that uh, Gallup sat down on that almost was an interception earlier in the game, yeah. you can look on the front side of that play. That was one of those audibles that Dak actually called because you can see Cooper didn't run a route. Cooper ran out to block on the front side of that play. So you know that wasn't a pass play. He audibled, and they had a miscommunication there. So some of that happens, too, where Dak might audible out of a run, and, you know, you can see that they're doing it based on the blocking scheme and the alignments when you watch it on film. But, um, you know, I, I don't know what to say. It's like, you know, when we get in the red zone, they forget that they're paying Zeke ridiculous money and letting him play injured. If you're going to let him play injured, let him do the one thing that we think he can still do, which is barrel forward, barrel forward. you know, for, for three, four yards. He can do that. He still is doing it. You know, he's still doing it. And allow this offensive line, if you're going to bring Steele out there right next to Collins, you know, allow this and, and then bring Williams out there in the backfield as a fullback, let them fire off the ball. Like, allow them to do that in the red zone. I think we'll have a lot more success than, than um, we can give ourselves credit for. Like, when you look at uh, teams from back in the day, like, you know, your LaDainian Tomlinson's, your uh, Steven, uh, what's what's the kid's name from? Uh, Steven Jackson? No, no, the dude, well, Steven Jackson, too. He's another one they use that way. Uh, the dude from um, Seattle, Seattle, number 37, forget his name. Oh, the Sean Royal Alexander. Winner. That was his name, Sean Alexander? MVP? Had like that one yeah, MVP yeah. year? Yeah, Sean <laughs> Alexander. Yeah. 
Yeah, that dude, bald head dude, that Roy Williams knocked the hell out until next week. Uh, that guy. But when that, those guys had a lot of touchdowns because the one thing they would do with them Red and Marion Barber when we had Marion Barber. Red zone. DeMarco Murray, let them run in the red zone. Power. That's where you run power. The cute stuff is cool with me between the 20s. I don't mind. Right. You know, we need chunk plays. They work when you have space. But when you don't have that space, you need to just let it let it be known. We're in a phone booth, and it's either you and me. Right. You know, and that's the way it need to be. And we got the guys for that up front. Our offensive line is good at that. We're still maulers up front. We're just not asked to maul anybody, you know. No, you're absolutely right. And everybody's kind of agreeing here. No cute plays in the green slash red zone. I, the green zone part, you know, and I, and I, he knows what I'm talking about. When I say green zone, I mean like that 35-yard line when it crossed mm-hmm. about the 30, 35. Even there, I'm, I'm okay with it if you do something something there. But I don't like it when we get into the red zone, man. It's it's extremely frustrating because you, you got – even though, you know, you don't have a healthy Tyron Smith or whatever, but you still got Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins, and you bringing in other big boys. Come on, man. It's football's football's not that difficult when you get down there, in my opinion. In regards got, to th- calling plays, and, and you got a few philosophies. Like if you look at good offensive coordinators, right? The the good ones understand. Too, there's two different things. Like Kellen Moore calls plays as if he doesn't have talent. Um, See what I'm saying? You have talented players, so you just put that talent in position to do what it does. You don't need to trick the defense. You have talent. You have the most talented receivers in the league. Put them in position to outlet, just create mismatches. But we don't need to trick them. We use too much trickery. We're trying to just trick our way into the end zone when, as if we don't have talent. When you look at a guy like Peyton, Sean Peyton, uh, or or McVay, in, even when McVay didn't have talent, he used a lot of you know misdirections and a lot of things that in his scheme to out leverage defenses, the defensive players as if. He didn't have the talent out there before he had Odell and before he you know, before he had Cooks and Odell, he would do that with Woods and just Cup. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And and when you watched what they did, what the Saints tried to do with us, they don't have the talent outside right now, but they're still able to move the ball. In, and even with uh, Taysom Hill, they're still able to move the ball because he just plays to his player. He co- he calls plays to his player's strengths. He's not trying to trick anybody. He's just creating mismatches and letting his guys do what they do. Like we had, we had Tony Pollard all the way up into that Saints game. Tony Pollard, he's done great. Don't get me wrong; he's played great. But you will forget. You, you're forgetting that Tony Pollard t- to me, and I'm not saying this because I'm not a homer. I'm just watching the film. Tony Pollard is on the same level as a Camara and a Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion. So you wouldn't think it with the way we use them, though. We don't use them that way, it, right? We don't feature Tony Pollard. Then we had this conversation, I think, last week where we said. That that Tony Pollard's a guy you can get out in space and mismatch and run actual uh, uh, routes. Instead, we're doing. I broke him down for in college. Yeah, he's oh, a yeah, wide receiver right, for right. real. Instead, he's a, Koye, he's just I'm running. talking about jump ball wide receiver too. You can throw jump balls to Tony Pollard. That's what they were doing with him in Memphis. Man. Well, he's instead, like, uh, instead crazy. they bring in Zeke and they put him out wide. Why you know, his knees messed up? I, and throw him the ball uh, too. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, bro, it's so fun. Third, go, third and goal in the Washington game. What are we doing? We we go five wide again. This is the second time, not five wide, spread yeah, empty man. with Zeke out wide in the slot. Okay, it's a simple read for Zach, for Dak. If the safety shades the middle, I go to uh, Schultz or I go to CD Lamb on the post corner. If the safety goes over by Schultz and CD Lamb, which he should, then I come to the slot, which is going to be one on one up the middle. Fine call. 
terrible personnel package. Why is Ezekiel Elliott running a seam route on one leg up this? He's not going to be in position to make any type of catch like that unless he's wide open. Why is Cedric Wilson not in there? Why is Noah Brown? Whoever, not Noah Brown, but any other by anybody Man, else. Put CD if you're gonna throw <laughs> the ball out of the backfield anyway. Put Cedric Wilson in and put CD Lamb in the backfield. Yeah. If you're gonna do that now that we don't have you know um, uh, Pollard healthy, put CD Lamb in the backfield and let him create mismatches. They tried it last week. I will give them that though. They no. tried that a couple times last week. With it worked. Lamb in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but worked. they didn't do it enough. Like CD Lamb, you you said you talked about. We don't have a a Cole Beasley type of guy. That's supposed to be what CD Lamb is doing for us right now. And Iris, we getting he's getting stats, and I give him that. But you can tell the connection between CD Lamb and Dak is totally different between him and Cooper. Totally, it seems like Cooper. He only needs to find Cooper two times a game, and it, it works. He well, only, and, and then with with Gallup, it's like every time he throws in his direction, it's an amazing play. Well, but I got him a, and I got him and uh, CD Lamb. They just can't connect. It's like they don't know what each other's thinking at at, at all season. At that, it's well, crazy. I think it's, and I'm not blaming Michael Gallup. I, I would say the the connection, the big play with Michael Gallup and, and Dak is on deep routes. It's mm-hmm. on or smoke screens. But when it comes to having to call an audible or, or having Michael Gallup having to read the defense, something's not right with MG and Dak. I don't think MG is really reading things correctly right now. This is two games I, I in a row. On that audible, on that slant, yeah. There's two he games sat down in a row, when bro. he should have ran across that guy's face. That would have been a pick six right there. Which well, one? Lamb that showed the, uh, the slant route where Dak throws a – he looks like he was throwing a CD, but he was actually throwing a Gallup. In the but first – Gallup just – in the first yeah, yeah, Gallup just series, looked like he he was running smoke screen when he should have ran a slant on an audible. He didn't run a slant. He didn't cross his guy's face. And, yes, uh, D- yes. So so that's that that's the one miscommunication. Yeah. Then you had the other one. It, it same drive, and 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 uh, I think it was Kellen Moore came out and, and admitted somebody he didn't want to drop a name, but it was clearly Michael Gallup was supposed to continue their route up the seam. It would have been an easy touchdown. Instead, for whatever reason, Michael Gallup sits down, and you got two. You got Michael Gallup. You got Ceedee Lamb both within five yards of each other. This happened frequently, by the way. Um, and then you yep. had the, the, the Mari Cooper wrong. There, there were, and this is this is continuing. This is multiple weeks of this happening. Um, right. and, and so they got to figure this thing out. Um, earlier in the year, though, somebody asked me, you know, on Twitter, well, what's the difference? I said, well, earlier in the year, he had, not he, the offense had continuity. There was 88, there was 19, there was 86, there was one. And then there was a, you had the same offensive line. And obviously got a healthy Zeke, but I'm just talking about the pass offense. Right. There was continuity. There wasn't there. You didn't see this many miscommunications because everybody was there and they played, they practiced, and we were all good. Once, and it's no offense to Michael Gallup. Once Michael oh, yeah. Gallup came back and guys started coming in and out of the lineup, you saw that kind of get all out of whack. Michael Gallup had to be in positions he wasn't used to being in. And think about it. Last year, you had all three wide receivers. Michael Gallup played one type of uh uh, he played X, he played X. Yeah. but when with those guys in and out, now he has to play everywhere. And I mm-hmm. think we we got to see. Okay, this is why he is a an X receiver. This is why he's a a wide receiver two because a wide receiver one can do all these things at a high level. He's still learning that. And and the one thing you you touched on, you said healthy Zeke, but the one thing that people are not saying a lot of because we hear a lot of, and I'm one of them that says you know sit Zeke because we want him for the playoffs. But the one thing that we don't speak on, since Zeke got injured in that Broncos game, this offense has been different. Period. Especially the run game. 
Seahawks because even though Zeke might have not been getting the yards that we wanted him to get uh, early on in the season or even last season, Zeke is a threat that teams prepare for and have to load the box to stop, and they pay attention to him. Now that he's not a threat, we see a lot more too high safety because they don't feel that they need to come down in the box to stop Zeke right now. So you're seeing different defenses played against the Cowboys for the first time in probably two or three years because when Zeke's there, even if he's not getting yards, they know they need to bring that extra man to, to stop him, period. So it, it give, we got to give credit where credit's due when it comes to Zeke and his, his effect on this offense. And I think that's part of the reason why he's still trying to drag himself out there to play it's because state, Zeke huh? is integral to – it is. But Zeke's integral to this offense and, and it's showing right now because when you don't have to load <clears> the box <throat> against Zeke, when you don't have to load the box now, they have to get open – honestly earnestly mm-hmm. and it's, it, they can't do it they, they're trying to trick their way open or trick their t- trick their way into success in this scheme and they're having trouble with miscommunication they're shuffling around the offensive line and so sure, on yeah. but zeke is is a an integral part of this offense and when he's not healthy and able to threaten that defense this entire offense is out of out of whack yeah yeah zeke's injury because a lot of people are trying to figure out what's wrong with the with the offense or what's wrong with the uh, run game Zeke's injury has to be right up there. Uh, he's a completely different player. He's a completely yeah. different player than he was in the first six weeks because he can't make those jump cuts. He's not making any 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 nope. hard or any hard re- uh, redirection type of moves. It's yep. straight downhill. Um, he kind of looks like how he looked in two thousand. I think it was like nineteen or even last year. He was more of a just a rumbling, stumbling, bumbling power back. Uh, yeah. Whereas the first six weeks, we saw him kind of moving around. And we can let's let's go ahead and add on top of that, you know, Zeke's injury uh, along with the offensive line situation, right? This in yeah. and out, everybody's moving everywhere type of thing, along with Kellen Moore, how he caused plays, along with not featuring a Tony Pollard. Because as much as we love Zeke, like Ezekiel Elliott is not this ain't 2016. I think we all understand that, right? Mm-hmm. This ain't 2016, and it's obviously no longer him in the first five, six weeks where he was looking really good. Mm-hmm. But a run game is a run game. Right. If you if Zeke was hobbled and you still were getting off with Tony Pollard, I think teams would still respect it. Problem is you're not getting off at all. No matter right. who's in there, your your right. run game has not been to a point where defenses say we got to come up. So now, and this is what I joked about, I think the blueprint is eh, all right, I'll get 4 or 5 yards. Maybe you'll get four or five yards on the ground. Right. But I know your best bet in this vertical offense is to air it out. So I'll just Mm -hmm. put six or I'm sorry, I'll just put seven or eight in coverage and we'll we'll live this to fight another day if you complete it. It ain't gonna be a deep ball though. I always go back to Parcells. I know everybody like get tired of those references, but you remember we had uh Troy Hambrick. Troy. We had Richie Anderson. Fullback. Yeah. Parcells used to run the ball anyway with those guys see what i'm saying run it anyway just run the ball period you know i'm not saying run the ball when it's a it's a better option to pass but establishing the run means something it means something because even when you have a defense that's thinking that way even when they're thinking that way it's a war of attrition man and even when they're thinking that way you want to pull those guys down we we actually did it well like when dak was rolling out he did one early to cd lamb a good uh a naked boot and he he got caught cd lamb out on the edge and he caught another one uh the one where he threw the interception he just threw that late Schultz was wide open for a while 
before yeah. Dak recognized that he. You, I mean, it's a two man route. How do you not know Schultz? I'm gonna tell you why. What else done. are you looking at? I don't understand. It. I'm gonna tell you but, what. John, go ahead. Yeah, somebody jumped in his face, but before that, that ain't it. oh, that ain't it. Go, nah. go ahead. Tell me. It, it, so earlier in the in that draw in that game, that same play was called same formation, same play, bootleg to the right, and they got uh, CD Lamb wide open. Ah, the, the, the defensive end crashed. He had nobody in his face. CD was wide open. What they didn't recognize was that Washington actually was expecting that. And instead of having Landon Collins over CD Lamb in that slot, they put the corner back there and they had Landon Collins mm-hmm. playing back. So when he came out of his action, his eyes were at CD Lamb, right? Because, hey, uh, it was open earlier. And when he came back to Schultz. And when he came back late. to Schultz, he completely missed 55 because the, the, the guy was in front of him. And instead of just making taking a sack or throwing it away, he made a terrible decision. That mm-hmm. play is called and designed to get an easy throw, okay? Dak, once that easy throw was gone, from throw you, you throw yeah. it away. You're, yeah. At that point in time in the game, you don't make an unnecessary hero move. There's no point, bro. You're up 14 points. Just take the sack or throw it away. Dak made a, a, you know, a bad decision, compounded with a bad throw, and that's where you get to pick six. Great point, man. Great point. But and a I lot totally of people missed didn't. the C.D. Lamb play, too. Well, because it happened early in the game. You yeah, know, great and, and I only picked it up because I'm when I was watching the film and breaking it down. I'm like, is that the? That's the same damn play through the pick. And I said, let me Facts. put these together so people can see what happened. Um, I forget where I was going though. Prior to that, I was trying to look up something. Oh, it, it, the Washington game. You talk about running the ball. They technically, right. you're right. They did. They did get some momentum. It was a gritty ground game, right? It had 122 right. yards. Most of that being up. It was tough. It was physical, tough, hard. It was hard. It is what it is. But that right. physical part, like you said, is important on offense, right? War of nutrition. You got to, you know, make them feel you. Yep. I want to, let me add something to that, Okoye. I definitely want 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 to make them feel me, but I also want to be efficient with it. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't I don't want to get 3.2 yards per carry and, and just run the ball 35 times just because. Right. 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 I, I liken it to what the Chiefs do. The Chiefs are not a running football team, but when they run, it's efficient. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They average yeah. like 4.5 or 4.6 yards per kid. That is efficient. If I right. can get four yards a pop and I'm only running it 22 to 25 times a game, I live with it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the Cowboys haven't been doing that over the last six weeks, and it's been a problem. So, Yep. All right. I think we yep. covered most of the offense there. I hope oh, y'all yeah, enjoyed we done, that. We done smacked them up. You yeah. Know? <laughs> The left and right. It feel good to get somebody else in here though to to, to talk about it with, because uh, oh, I know they probably it's, it's, tired of me. Because you know we don't we don't talk. We might through through our do our group text throughout the week. You know all of us on the round table, mm-hmm. but we don't get to talk. So it's good to see that I'm not crazy because right. you're saying things that I that I see, and you just pointed out things that I didn't see as well. So that's why I like having these conversations. Yeah, same. definitely. Hey, same here, man. Now let's um let's switch to the other side. Oh, yeah. Because that side of the ball, I think, is something to get excited about. And I had Foots on here yesterday, and Foots was Foots was real hype, My man. man. That guy, Foots, he was My on the phone hype about these boys. <laughs> he said it. He get passionate. Like he said, <laughs> Foots was on the phone. He said, Scott, you can hear it in my voice, man. I'm, you know, I'm feeling really good. I'm like, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Foots still be playing, man. Yo, you know oh, what I man. just noticed about Foots too? Shout out to my boy if he's in the building, Cowboys Nation TV. That motherfucker taller than I thought. Word? Yeah, I see the picture. I, I said, God damn. Foots. He I like uh, Wiz Khalifa. You don't yeah. realize Wiz Khalifa like 6'5 out this gym. Man, listen, I met. I, 
maybe it's a conversation we could have off air, but back in my promotion days, I brought with oh, Khalifa. used to promote? Man, I used to be a Oh, man, we got DJ. The, so did I, man. I used to run that, strip bro. clubs, all that, man. That's, <laughs> what, that's how I'm known in Philly, man. I was a that's how I was known man, in the bird, you know. <laughs> Even when I go back home, they'd be like, well, when the next party? Oh, that's what I'm talking about, bro. We got to talk, yeah. man. We yeah. Got to talk. So I used to be the promotion game, and one of the first main people I brought down was Wiz. And this was before Wiz was was got super super big mm-hmm. and hairy. Back during black, before black and yellow, right before black and yellow. This was right. This was this plain Wiz. This was young and on his grind Wiz. For y'all yeah. who don't know what I'm talking about, just go look. Yeah. Um, I brought him down to the Berg, man. Yeah, when I first met Wiz up in Edinburgh, I was like, yeah, but he's tall as hell, man. skinny, yep. but he's tall. Yeah. But yeah. there's like, who is this man? Get him off the stage, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I told his manager, I said, I apologize. Now you're a legend. Yeah, now you're a legend because you're like, yo, you had Wiz Khalifa? Oh, you no. After saying? Black and Yellow dropped, they, they hit my phone up. Well, you got to you gotta get Wiz back down. I got to get what? Did You got $50,000 to get Wiz back down here because I got him at a way bigger discount. So. <laughs> way better price back then, man. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> got it for $1,000 in free drinks. Exactly. <laughs> well, it wasn't drinks. But. <laughs> it was so. <laughs> I know it wasn't drinks. I'm Purple censoring lips. this whole Purple damn show. Lips. This whole show is getting censored, bro. Um, oh, but but Foots, aka Wiz Khalifa, he was he was excited about the defense, man. And yesterday we mostly were talking about that front seven. Before I before I get you to talk about the secondary, man. Perfect. I want to hear your excitement about uh, Michael Parsons and Neville Gallimore and and, and Randy and D Law and getting all these boys back. And and, and it's just. It's crazy to see. It's crazy to see. Man, people people got to like, uh, I'm going to be a little braggadocious on this one, man. Okay. I haven't missed on those guys, man. Uh, I will say I, I missed on Tristan. I, I didn't like Tristan at first because I didn't like him in that scheme. I love him in this scheme, though, uh, and last year, too. But um, I didn't like him initially. But uh, Neville, I've always thought Neville can play the way he's playing right now. Um, I thought he was like a, uh, a bowling ball that had wheels, like you move a yeah. little bit. So. Uh, and then with Micah Parsons, I say this all the time. I only broke down two defensive players coming out of college, and that was Patrick Sertain, because I heard a lot of buzz about him, and Micah Parsons. And that was for a reason, because Micah Parsons was like, his tape was that good. And I still feel that um, he hasn't gotten anywhere close to his full potential, and that is what's scary about him, man. Um, I never look at the stats. Like, I never sit and look at stats. I like to let my eyes do the talking. But um, someone posted stats on uh, Twitter last week showing that he has the same numbers or better than Miles Garrett, uh, TJ Watt. Watt, as far as pressures and his his pressure percentage. But he has 100 less snaps as a pass rusher than those guys. 100 less. So what would he have done if he would have been at defensive end full time? And it's not even close. See what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's ridiculous what he's able to do. Um, and you have to stop calling him a linebacker. He's just a football player. He's a beast. He's, a, he's at, he just put an A next to him. He's an athlete. You need him to play anywhere. I really. He said it before, and I really believe him now. He said, ah, "You can put me at corner, safety, anywhere you want. I'm gonna yeah, just play." I believe him because the things that he's been able to do for us, man. He's not only that emotional leader, but uh, he, he's making impact plays when we need them, not in bum time, yeah. not you know. And 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 this is not a discredit to guys who are, I think, elite at their position. Like a Randy Gregory is elite at his position, in my opinion. 
And Diggs is obviously elite at his position, but Micah Parsons' play transcends positions. And I, I love it, man. I can't say enough about him. Uh, and I'm excited to watch defensive football again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, I wouldn't say the best defense that we've had. We've had defenses that have stopped teams better during a running era, though. Yeah. But uh, this is the best defense we've had in the, in the modern era since we've become a passing league. This That's is the best point. defense that we've had. And Would you at least and, say it's the most talented? Ahead. Very much so. You're right. Like, we, like, had, we had some talented teams. Remember, we had James Washington, uh, uh, Brock Marion. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking. Uh, you know, oh, I'm not disrespecting. some talent. No, 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 no. You said modern. Talent. You said modern. Oh, modern era. So I'm this not is even, the most talent I would never far, disrespect the 90s. By far. Yeah, I'm We have corners that. that don't play. Like, uh, we forget it. I forgot his name. Uh, Canada and Bossman and Wright could very easily be a starting three cornerback package year, yeah. on anybody's team right now. They might not be the greatest because you have two young guys, but they could very easily be starting in this league. And we don't even see them. We don't hear their names. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're, we're definitely deep and we're definitely talented. I, and we're physical. Mm. We don't give that credit. We hurt teams every week. Every week, Wilder didn't finish the game. McLaurin didn't finish the game. Uh, uh, Heineke Barkley was in and out. The game. Heineke <laughs> was crawling all over the place. You know, whatever we hit, we heard it. Whenever we hit something, we heard it. So I'm loving this defense. I love the mentality, man. And uh, a shout-out to Humphreys, too. I give Humphreys all his credit. He got teed up probably like six times in that game. Kept getting up. He finished the game, man. But I didn't think he would. But he got teed up by Curse. He got hit by Neil. He got hit by Hooker like two or three times. You know what I mean? And kept getting up so shout out to him because i know he was icing up after that game man but the defense you know especially michael parsons uh is playing lights out i haven't seen anything like it and when you have d law and gregory on the outside allowing parsons to be singled up on run running backs mm. i don't care if you're zeke out there they had, you're not blocking michael parsons with a running, running back. back period they, it's not happening they it's like saying that. 10 plays a game you're going to line up and block d law with a running back that's if that's how you know you're going into a game, D-Law going to have a hell of a game. And that's what it's like. And but Having that, Micah Parsons come up to A-gap. That's the problem. It's just it's, it's a it's a problem because you, you have to double team the outside or at least have to shift and, and try to triple team D-Law sometimes. Isolate isolate that Gregory. That's what, they, that's what they used to be able to do, though. We're going to shift to no D-Law, isolate Gregory, and then but that's stretching the middle of the field. And, yeah. And it leaves it stressed out. Yeah, I mean, that's why he's the defensive player of the year because he's the most versatile defender in the entire national football league, entire national football league. And he'll he won't say it because he's he's a humble cat. Uh, but but he is a top five linebacker and a top five defense end. You don't see that often. And and J Rock, as you call him, J Ron Curse, came out and he said that. J Ron Curse said, "Man, he's special. I don't think I've ever seen a rookie be able to be top five in both of those things." And you could argue could argue he top one at one of those things. If you want to keep it a bean, he's just not every every down rusher. And I don't think he should be a Koye right now. Not with no, D-Law no, and not with, with Randy. I don't I don't really want him to be. I like how we use him. Move him. him around so that you have to figure us out. You know what I mean? Figure you, us out. You don't not, you never you know where he's going to be. in one place, you hurt his game. Yep. Put him everywhere. And, and, I, and I'll reiterate this because I talked about it yesterday, y'all, but I'll reiterate it for Koye. Uh, Dan Quinn, in his interview, um, over the week or over yeah, during earlier this week, he said, I had a player in, in Miami. He used to coach in Miami briefly. Uh, Jason Taylor, Hall of Fame defense end. He was he was amazing. He was great. But the problem was you could he only played one side. And you can take him away, you can shade, you can chip, you can move people over, you can double, triple team him. 
But mm-hmm. you, he said, because he talked about Micah playing everywhere, he said you can't do that with Micah. That's what makes him great is that there's this versatility about him where he can be on the left, he can be on the right, he can be in the A gap, he can be in the B gap, he can drop back. His coverage is getting better, by the way. way he better. can drop back. He can just do everything at a high level. He's he he doesn't make sense, you know. This, and then this, you see him in a huddle. You don't know what personnel they're running. You don't know where don't, he's going to line up. He, you he, know where Bobby Wagner's going to be. You don't know where Michael Parsons is going to be yeah. when he's in a huddle. He could be at the end. He can be lined up in the A gap. He can be on the left, right, like you said. So he yeah. is who you create on Madden when you're when you was a buck and you like, man, screw this. I'm mm-hmm. making a 99 player. Like yep. that's him. You you six three, two hundred fifty five fifty pounds, runs a yep. four three, can yep. has a has a you know an eighty in coverage, a ninety nine passer rush rate, <laughs> agility ninety nine. Like, no like joke. <laughs> like listen, I'm no allowing myself he one block. He glitching. <laughs> you run two blockers at him. They on the ground. Like are they just they spin around in space? Like it's glitching. <laughs> He's doing glitching, man. He's glitching, you know. And if asked, I believe that boy could play some running back if he needs to because he did it. So, you yeah. know, he, he is a special he got dude. Me, he got me. I got my sons running hills now. I'm like, oh, y'all running hills, man. Michael oh, Parsons said he ran hills in, his, from in, the, in, in, in high school. Uh, so I'm running And as, running a, as a buck. Sure. Yeah. And a black top. I don't know if Michael played for the Broncos or not. So back in Harrisburg, there's, there's the Packers, the Broncos. Now it's the Little Cougars. I don't know which one he played for. I forget. But we used to have this hill in Sunshine Park. And that's where they have us running up. We go on hills. You do, you cut up. You go yeah. run the hills up and down, up and down. Suicides up hills, so, man. Up, yeah, for real rap. Yeah, the whole line on a flat ground, flat surface. You gonna be, you gonna be Saquon Barkley out there, man. Just run. He, he said that's what got you know what made him have that speed. But I just think he's just just naturally, naturally yeah, just I'm a just ridiculous saying, freak. Still, still crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the fact that when you get this compliment of guys around him, it makes not only him that much better. But everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Look at LVE. We talked about him briefly prior to um He to watched the show. that tape last week, man. He, he saw it. You know what's funny? When he you call out somebody, they usually <laughs> start playing that. He said, Man, this mother <laughs> Lyle Collins looking like a mother get get hit and Lyle <laughs> He came out and shut me up though. <laughs> I was like, he looking like trash truck juice. Yeah. He, he got it together. Yeah, and you yeah. come out, you drop a whole video on LV. LV come yeah. out and has his best like, day since 2018. I was like, well, damn, I'm going to drop a video every week on his ass for sure. Yeah, call, for out, sure. call out that. Um, and maybe yeah, he'll have a career day. You know, but no, 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 I'm just messing. Um, no, he, he he might. I might have to get him, man. I had to get him. Sure. If it if it take it, I I I'll fall on the sword if it means a Super Bowl. The the fans can hate me, but at least the players will be like, man, I can't have a Koye making no more videos about me, man. My mama watch. We can set this up like WWE. You make that video, then I'll make a not guilty video and see what happens. They, yeah, watch. <laughs> watch you shoot up through the roof. <laughs> you could be the savior. No, I ain't gonna do that to y'all. You have wings like Nick back here. <laughs> Like, like the hill, you're gonna turn Koye to the hill. Low key, they've been trying to make you the hill this year. Bro. I am the hill, man. Yeah. I'm the hill. I'm the only person who drop drop uh breakdowns and lose subscribers when I do it. Like I, whenever I drop a breakdown that's unpopular, like the LV, I lose like ten subs when I do, and I know I'm going to when I do them. That's, that's but, so I know I'm the hill, man. But they come back. I mean, it's like an influx. So it'll go down, you know, five to ten, and then it'll shoot up thirty. That's you know, crazy. but five to six people are going to jump off because I'm talking about people's people who are fans, fans like yeah. they might love these players. Like they might have met them. He might have gave them a game ball. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about these guys. So I know that comes with the territory, but I'm only talking about the film. I had to I tell just people, about this is it. not my opinion. This, if it don't show up on film, I'm not going to say it. So it's not like I'm making it up. You know what I mean? Nope. But it is what it is. That's I why understand. We love you. 
So I love yeah. you, man, because you, you, you just speaking what you see. And and, and I think as Vach says a lot of times, some people don't like the way I talk. You know, oh, and, and, and if try to, you know, sift through that and listen to what y'all saying. And, and it makes sense. Right. And LVE, deservingly so, should have been on a hot seat. He, he's been yeah. very erratic this year, to say the least. Yeah. You know, that's being nice. He played with great leverage but, last week, though. Well, yes, he did. And I, I have that, and I'm doing the front seven uh, next, so I gave him his credit. Uh, this week, but he has to do it consistently. One game don't change. The, That's the, what the I narrative. told Foots. I told Foots yeah. in the text message because he said, "Man, LVE," and I said, "Yeah, but we we've said this at least three times this year." Like, oh man, LVE first Giants game, he bounced back from that bad. I forget who we played prior. He, he wasn't good, and yeah. he bounced back, and we like, man, great. He did the wolf howl. He was all yeah. emotional. That was about the only one this season too. He got a. That was because Jalen got cut. I was though. about to say his boy he got cut, off. so he's you know filling himself. Then the next week he mm-hmm. got smacked upside the head. I think it was against the. Uh, Patriots or something like that, and you know, and then you know what it is with a man, he's unsure of himself, though. If he if you're going to be wrong, be wrong in a major way. That's all mm-hmm. I ask. Run into somebody, knock somebody, knock the Get snot a penalty out of or something. Yeah, I don't care, just be wrong, majors. Don't, don't be indecisive, especially when you're that big and you don't have the ability to change direction. You know, commit to whatever it is that you think you see and just go for it. Man, I wouldn't have a problem with him then. He don't have the, useful in some way. Yeah, he don't have the room for error to be second guessing and to be. He don't got that twitch. Like Micah can make a false step and still get there, and you won't even know it was a false step. For the yep. for the person who doesn't really understand those things, it might just look like man, Micah made the correct read. Uh, he kind of yeah, didn't. He just so damn good. Still play. He got burnt, <laughs> and they just caught exactly. him. <laughs> but when 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 fifty five makes the wrong move, it is completely obvious to see because he can't he can't recover. Um, yeah. But Boy was looking a little bit like like a Sean Lee on yeah, he Sunday good last week. Yeah, he was making. It had some a lot to do with Neville too. Neville and uh, those guys up front were clearing lanes for him, where he didn't have to think and he didn't have to get rid of a guy. Last week he didn't have to get rid of many people at all, um, and he was flowing to the ball naturally. So uh, shout out to him. I give him his credit, man. That was a great game by LVE. Yeah, like absolutely was. And again, we talk about the front seven helping out LVE. I also think the front seven has helped out that back. Uh, four or five, however they decide to do a big nickel or whatever. And off air, we were kind of talking briefly about, I called this front seven a couple weeks ago a championship caliber front. Right. And I don't mean that to disrespect the secondary, but I'm, now that I see it all together, in my head I'm saying, okay, with that front seven, and then you got the talent in the back, I think you can say this is a potential championship caliber defense. I understand A.B. is A.B., but if A.B. is your number two, when you got guys like Trayvon Diggs, playmaker, J-Rock, playmaker, Hooker is a good, role, a talented role player. KZ no, no, has no, no, his no, no. moments. Let's stop that. Let's stop that. Hooker, well, Hooker, he's passing the eye test, and that's not what – I haven't even – I can't call him a playmaker film. yet, though, is what I'm saying. No, not a playmaker, right. but he's just – I like KZ. KZ is like, you know, a rainbow KZ, over the yeah, top. He, yeah, he keeps everything. Hooker is a sphere. He can play Ooh. every direction. I like Down that. Down near the line of scrimmage, Ooh, up over the top, left to right. It doesn't matter what direction you want to go. He can do it. He's yeah. well-rounded. But uh, I didn't see this. Just stay over the t- Me either, bro. I never thought Hooker was a slasher or a guy that could play close to the line of scrimmage. He wasn't. Hooker, yeah, he's he never asked to do it. Yeah. But Hooker is nasty, bro. I like him. And he wants to hit. That hit on Humphreys, I didn't like it because he got the call on it. But – I like the tenacity behind it. Like, he's coming, and he's bringing full steam when he does. So I give Hooker his, his credit. Like, KZ is a good role player. 
hooker is, you know, just I put an asterisk next to him. I don't know you what you think he, he is, in the middle. Then he's not necessarily yeah, the feature of the day, but he he's he's teetering on next year being the guy a, to bring back. Oh, 100 percent. If we don't bring Hooker back, I would be pissed. For real. I'd be pissed. I would be pissed. I would be pissed if we don't bring J. Ron Curse back. Oh, I, That's I already count him as being on the team. <laughs> that don't even count. He better be back. That's a better have him back. J. He's Ron, the leader man. of our defense right now. What did he say? We want Dallas. We want Dallas. He was he was trolling them. Go watch that. Uh, what's it called? Sounds of the sideline. He trolled them boys all game. Those fans over there in uh, uh in Washington football people. I love him, man. But so so J Rock. I want to talk about him a little bit. Um, yeah. I was I was thinking this. I didn't tweet it. I ain't have the guts to do it. I ain't had the cojones to do it just yet. I wanted to go back and watch a little bit more. But I think you got Micah Parson right. Who was your your most versatile defensive player on this team. Uh, I think that J. Ron Curse is your second most versatile player on this team. And I don't necessarily think that's that's far You didn't far even need to dun-dun on that. Yeah, you didn't even need Okay, I just, I just did this in case yeah. y'all might have thought I was crazy. 100%. But I, I think that J. Ron Curse has showed to be He's actually just, more versatile. Just as ver- I, You know, I won't go more there. Versatile. I won't go no, there because yet. he has to play safety. Parsons not asked to do that. J. Ron Curse plays on every level of this defense. He plays he at the line of scrimmage. He plays linebacker. Plays and he deep. plays safety. And he, and he gets everybody lined up. So if you said who like who's the most integral part of this defense, it's definitely J. Ron Curse because communication still mm. counts. It's just the things that you don't see, right. including Micah Parsons getting in position to make those plays. J. Ron Curse has a green dot for a reason. He understands what everybody on this defense is supposed to be doing. And when you're watching the film, those those um, near misses in the middle of the field on that film yesterday that I did on the secondary. Yeah, Jaron Curse is not supposed to be in a lot of those plays, but he understands what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have this three guys right converging on the. You oh, can't yeah, you I'm can't looking, see. Now, it. I can see it now. Okay. I'm looking, I got you on the TV, so I can see. It. Yeah, but that's why you have three, four guys converging in the middle of the field because Jaron is. You see it. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Everything going on. This play uh, right on here, that and he knows where everybody is supposed to be. Like J. Ron is 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 nasty, man. He, I like him. And and, and lines and, up against wide receivers, tight yeah. ends, running backs, blitzes very well. You know, and and we has forget a, a good emotion. He's six foot four. Yep. <laughs> he's like uncle. I mean, this isn't no small little dude. And, and I listened to his uh, his interview the other day. I think it was yesterday, actually. And he's, he said something. I loved his quote. He said, is this a championship caliber defense? And, and J. Ron said, well, we got to win a championship before we can be that. And I was like, oh, I love it. I love it. As fans, as creators, as analysts, we yeah. can say what it is. But I love that answer because it's a mentality, right? Um, yeah, he's confident. You know he's confident in these boys. But you got to go out there and do it every week. And he's one of the main dudes on Twitter that says zero and zero. Or we were one and oh. We were one and oh. We were one. I understand it's a week-to-week league, and you got to prove yourself every week. Micah said it. You're only as good as your last game. And, and this is with us saying in the beginning of the season, like, think about this, bro. I still love Donovan Wilson. Still. He's my guy. In the beginning of the season, I said, Donovan William- Wilson is our starting strong safety, period. Yep. He's going to have a Pro Bowl season, period. Right. I, and this isn't a knock on Donovan Wilson, but Ooh. J. Ron Curse is that good, literally, in this scheme. I mean – Period. So period. I, I have this 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 conversation with somebody on Twitter 
in our chat, I always say, you know, I truly 100% believe if, if Donovan Wilson was a healthy guy, we'd be talking about Donovan Wilson as one of those dudes on this defense. But what makes J-Ron, I think, a little bit different is, A, the leadership stuff, right? And, B, um, I think the fact that he's been around the league a little bit, he doesn't have this Dallas Cowboys mentality from previous regimes or coaching staffs. He has a little bit of everything from different people. He's been in the gutter with a Detroit team, right? He's been on a solid team in, in Washington. Or I'm sorry, in uh, Minnesota with good, good defensive coordinators, good defensive players, playing next to Pro Bowlers. He knows what a good football he, looks like. Exactly. Yeah. Where, yeah. where the one thing Donald may not have going for him is he doesn't really know the league yet or know everything just quite yet. Um, and you yeah. see that that veteran. Uh, leadership from a from a J. Ron Curse that you would just not get from a Donovan Wilson. You just third yeah. year player, basically oh, played three player, but he's not a guy that you can say, "Hey, go figure it out." Go put the green dot in. Yep, he's not that guy. Not doing he's that. Not that guy. He's right. a missile, and he's right. a good missile, but yeah. that's what he is. You know, a dirty and, and, bomb. And we'll get him back, Koya. Like I said at the top of the yeah. show in the roundup, I, I'm I'm happy as hell to get him back because I know he's a kamikaze. <laughs> like he going yeah. he going hurt himself. He's not going to be here for the rest of the year, but he's going to take somebody out with you. Yeah, he don't get all his credit though. He he actually has uh, good cover skills too. Like he Mm -hmm. he can cover. He's just uh, he's just so good at knocking guy knocking the snot out of guys. You forget that he can cover. Like I I, I truly believe, aside from the green dot part of things, you could do some not maybe not all, but some of the some of those similar things with Dono. Like have him. I call him that spear player. You, I love that. I love that term, by the way, you deal with Hooker. The rainbow is KZ. KZ mm-hmm. won't get the glorified stats because he's making sure things are in front of him most of the time. We, we've seen mm-hmm. his angles. Uh, but but Hooker kind of is everywhere. Yeah. I think that that Wilson could have been that type of role, too. Like, Wilson yeah. Wilson can move in the back oh, yeah. and, and read direct. Uh, but he also can hit you up front like a Hooker. Yep, <laughs> like a Hooker. <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm here all night. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do, y'all. Uh, like I said, I think we figured out the, the phone line situation. So I'm going to pull up this number, and we're going to try, try this out again today, y'all, to see if y'all can hear both Okoye and I. Uh, 351-999-3787 is the phone line. What I'm going to do, Okoye, let's jump into that part of it like we did early, like pre-roll. So Perfect. jump into that. I'm going I'm to hit them with this little quick little break. And then we're going to open the phone lines and see uh, if you guys want to chat. That sound good? Good to me. All right. All right, here we go. So jump into that, Koye, and we'll be right back. About, about 20 gotcha. seconds. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Oh, my goodness. You got me, you Koya? Game Day Live. That's right. Make sure y'all tune yeah, in to Game Day Live every single lower, week. But I can yeah, I still got you, man. We're we, we going to get through it. Uh, every single yeah. week, Game Day Live at Texas Live. Myself, Jesse Holly. He was out last week. Um, well, he, he should be cool. We'll, we'll see about this week, but... Um, Jesse, good job. I mean, just just figuring out some things, but um, make sure y'all tune in. Even if he isn't there on Sunday, make sure y'all tune back in. To make sure we get this get right game against the Giants. I'm gonna try to keep y'all as entertained and, and informed as possible, as possible. Well, so, shout out to Jesse Holly too, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. Now, I under, now I'm just want to give y'all a heads up here for those that do want to call in the, or, or or 
even if you don't call in. The audio will sound a little bit different from a Koye's end, but we'll get through it. We'll we'll get through it. So if it's too if it's too bad for y'all, uh, maybe try to come in, come back, come out, come back in, um, or let me know. I'll try to fix it as best I can, y'all. But I right, we turning, got some. I'm turning my uh, levels up too, just so maybe you can hear me a little bit better. Yeah, I can hear you. It's just not as great quality because of the the program. Mm-hmm. Hey, you yeah. know, well, we're not the four letter networks, the three number networks. We we got a finesse thing, bro. So it mm-hmm. is what it is. At, at some point though, we're gonna get to a point where I got a real studio, and this yep. thing gonna and be it's super. And producer lit. sitting over there like Jamie on Joe Rogan. Exactly, just sitting over there making exactly. things happen. Where I ain't gotta right. do everything. That's what we need. I'm a one man exactly. band right now. I don't want to be that no more. I'm at the point where not at all. <laughs> I, come I just want to come in, drink my coffee. Read my, my my keys and just say, Facts. all right, let's go. I'm ready. I do like, I do love doing this on the side. Like I do this for people. Like I host I actually produce another podcast with somebody, but I'm not doing anything on right. air. I'm behind the scenes. Right. So. right. But um let's get Reek in the building first. I see Reek was lined up. Uh Reek, you got us? Yeah, I got y'all, man. What's going on, Corey? Yeah, what's going on, Skywalker? Uh Cowboy Nation stand up. You know, let's get all these uh likes and Subscribes and all that good thing and shares up. Uh, all I had to say this morning was this, man. I'm not too worried about the defense uh, like that. I, I think we're coming along, and like you said, like I said before, it's a real good job. It's a real good thing that we're healthy mm-hmm. and we continue to get more healthy uh, as the season, the rest of the season is going along. My whole thing is like this. Um, the offense has we, we got to get this offense thing right, and like these next couple, these next uh, few games, uh, we gotta get this offensive line in check. Sure. Whereas like this is the set offensive line we going in here in the playoffs with, you know what I mean? And I, me personally, I'm still, I'm still the type of person like this. This is how I look at it, man. I really believe that we should put Collins at left guard again. I think that we should uh, try Connor Williams at uh, center. And I think we should put Terrence Steele on that right side. You know, and just experiment. We've been experimenting this much, you know That's what I mean, this, this much, this season. Why not try it? You know what I'm saying? Just to see what happens. If it doesn't work, uh, throw it uh, throw it in the shredder. But if it does work, we might can do something. And then at the same time, too, if we got a chance, if we beat these Giants Sunday and Washington loses and we clinch the division, sit Zeke now. Give that man some rest, man. You know what I mean? Uh, because I was looking at, even though uh, uh, Arizona lost their last game, they still look—they look they tough on offense and defense. You know what I mean? They lost, but they was—they gave the Rams a good game. You know what I mean? And the offense was flowing, and some of their guys just got back. So what I'm saying, we need to find that—that that rhythm again. We need to. These dudes need to get on the same page, you know. And I don't put it all on Dak because I uh, shout out to Big Game James. He put something on his page yesterday to show that it's not all about Dak. It's about what Dak's seen in his face as he's throwing the ball and Tyler Biotis. Did you not? And, did you not watch the breakdown, bro? <laughs> oh man, I probably, man, I probably missed it, man. You watch all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. Connor Williams and I'm not kind of Connor McGovern and Biotis. They got manhandled, and Dak was getting hit. You know what I mean? So I, now I get it a little bit, a little longer. I get why he was throwing, just throwing on hot region, throwing that out of his hand. I would have did it too, because right. uh, them dudes getting manhandled. 
But but at the same time, only knock I got on deck a little bit is that dog. You gotta quit holding the ball so long. If you don't see nothing, roll out, throw that junk away. Throw it away. Let it, let it fight another day. You know what I mean? Stop taking these unnecessary hits. You know what I mean? That you don't need to take and quit uh, uh, holding the ball for somebody to get open downfield. And Kellen Moore, come on man, you gotta start doing more pre-snap stuff, man. You gotta, I gotta see start seeing wide receivers and people motioning and it's making it look confusing to the defense because it's like we just lining up and saying hike. That that's not confusing anybody. How can people get? Where's the rub routes? Where's all, all? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Where's all that at? If you know the, if you know that the running game is struggling, don't don't you have to do other things to get uh, players in space? That's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying, man. But you know we can't fix everything overnight. All we can do is just try new things to see what happens. That's all I got to say. I'll holler at you, brothers, later. Have a good one. Peace. All right, man. Peace. Peace, man. Uh, Peace. He so dropped it all on Yeah, it was a lot. You mad, son. <laughs> he did that the Tell other day. I, was, I let him go. I said, I know you upset right now. So uh-huh. I let him go. Um, After a win at that, that dude angry, man. You can hear it in his tone. He like, I'm about to he'll slap somebody today for sure. Get your coffee in too, bro. Get so it, get it in. one of the things he talked about um, was experimenting with the, the Lyle at left guard thing and then Terrence at right at right tackle, which has been a conversation all year, right? Um, mm-hmm. My thoughts on, on Lyle Collins and Terrence Steele, for me, was I, whoever you decide to put out that right tackle, I'm fine with. I think both mm-hmm. of them have shown that they can hold down the right tackle spot. Uh, there seems to be this there's this misconception that the running game ills are because Lyle Collins is at right tackle. I don't know what y'all watching, but uh, Lyle Collins' run blocking – Hey, he's been – that has not been a problem. Pass blocking is his problem. That would be yeah. – if there was a, you know, a problem, it would be pass blocking. But but run – which I don't even know if that's a problem. McCoy, yeah, I think he's cleaning that up. But the run blocking part is, is – no, there is no problem. Like, he's been probably our best run blocking offensive lineman to be keeping it being with you. Yeah. Um, but I like that he used the word experiment, right? They're not going to do it. But if you're, if you're trying to figure out that left guard spot, at this point, if you don't want to go back to, to Connor Williams – you don't care about having a swing tackle in the caliber of Terrence Steele, then yeah, I'm kind of with Reek. If you if you want to use experimentation, experiment with it. But you got to yeah. figure something out over there. Don't put uh, Steele back on the left, man. Well, he's, he's going back. Over there. Oh my god. Yeah, Terrence yeah. Terrence Steele is the likely starter at left tackle. On the, I can't take him on the left. He looks horrible over there, man. Well, but um, well he well here's the thing, Koya. You got the Giants, so they don't really have a pass rush that's going to scare you over there. I mean, you don't need one when still on the left. Ooh. <laughs> That's a promise. <laughs> Damn. Don't do my second cousin like that, dog. His kick to the his, his left kick is nothing. He don't have one. It's like he don't know what his feet don't move right. I don't know what it is. Don't do that it's to my right. boy, man. Yeah, man, I like him. You know I like still. I like his tenacity and all that. I didn't think he was gonna be as good as he is at right tackle, but um we need to do something, and if you if you're gonna say, hey, let's get our best five out there, you know, throw Collins at left guard, and let's see what happens there. If you they didn't they didn't did anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you can't get any worse than what they're doing in the rotation with uh, McGovern and Williams. It's not like I mean, I wouldn't say those guys are playing horrible, but it's nothing solid there. They're not solid. Yeah, well. The thing with the McGovern Williams experiment, I get it why they did it because Connor Williams, the penalties you just couldn't. You got to send a message. You got to try to find out if McGovern's your guy for the future. Um, I think right. in these last four weeks, I, I I don't necessarily think you you've, you've you've got anything positive out of this right now. I don't think it's been a great difference between McGovern right. and Williams. 
if you're on the no. side that McGovern has been better, it ain't been that much better. But I'm on the side that he hasn't been better, bro. Like, I got some stats pulled up here uh, that, that my guy Joey, or not Joey, John Owning uh, dropped. Very interesting statistics here on Connor McGovern since he's been entered into the starting lineup. Uh, as of now, he has the highest percentage of negative run, negatively run, uh, graded run plays on the Cowboys. 18.9% of his plays are negative in regards to on the ground. Um, as since week 10, when he's been entered in the lineup, McGovern has the third highest percentage of negatively graded run blocks, minimum 100 uh, snaps in the entire NFL. As for Connor Williams, he said, you should also note Connor Williams was the second highest percentage of positive run grades, run blocks behind only Zach Martin. So, I think that experiment is failed. failed. <laughs> and um, Stephen Jones did come out of Koye and say that, you know, they know something's up and we're looking into it, but I don't know if they're going to make the change or not. I mean, the fact that Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones are still talking about what they're going to do with the offensive line is the problem. You make coaches second-guess themselves, man. Let those dudes decide and just go for it. Yeah, I just wish some. I just tried something while while we're not okay. on the phone. I try to get you back on your regular audio. So. Oh yeah, I, I could hear it now. It's much so, better, ain't it? So I'm on. You still on? You still on? <laughs> yeah, good. Good. Well, we're gonna get yeah, to. Go ahead, go ahead. Then we we'll get to another call. No, I was just saying, like, um, they need to stop talking. Uh, Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones. Let the coaches decide who they want to play and what spots. Because I think that's what causes these coaches to do some of these boneheaded things, like put guys in certain positions that shouldn't be there, let certain guys play like Zeke, who probably should get set. It's because the owners are talking and saying certain things that will make you second guess your decision making out there or your personnel decisions out there. Uh, like when you say, oh, both those guys are going to play, like for what? Why is Connor, why is Collins and, and um, still both playing right tackle uh, in the same game? twice yeah. like why are we doing that yeah that's this this stuff nope. is silly man pick, Don't like pick something and roll with it um, it's just like a running back that needs 30 carries man certain, certain you got to give them their reps or they might not get into the flow of the game gotta let them get into the flow man you can't keep shuffling them around unless somebody's hurt my bad uh, okay gene we'll get to you so so doug is on here he says so we tolerate the penalties for positive run blocks yes <laughs> that's how i look at yeah. it i i can absolutely live you mean yep. to tell me you, McCoy, you wouldn't live with what you got in the first six weeks from the offensive line? Yep. I would live with that. Yep. I, I totally would. I mean, Period. We, we tried it. We tried to bring in Connor McGovern, and it is, it is without a doubt clear as a day. You can see that it is not the same caliber of blocking from that position. Again, we're not saying this dude has been the worst, worst left guard in the league, but he's been a downgrade. So sometimes right. you have to kind of pick – you know, pick your between two evils, as they say, right? Yeah, if you're going to be yeah. lesser of two evils, I'm going to go with the guy that has been the better player, but may be targeted uh, with the penalties as opposed to the guy that's been worse. Yeah, I think that uh, Connor Williams right now is better. And um, I've given Connor Williams his credit because ever since that Buffalo game where he tore his ACL, I, I've never said anything crazy about Connor Williams, even with the penalties. Um, I a think lot a lot of, of that has to do with the too. exactly. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with the refs, not so much uh, as he's going crazy stuff. Because for the same people who say Connor Williams gives us crazy penalties, 
So does Leo Collins. I don't see us trying to say Leo Collins need to sit back down. Yeah, it, uh, that play to Michael Gallup was our only deep play that we had last week. Leo Collins is hugging was, a guy down to the down well, to the that ground. That was even questionable. Like Lincoln Luck. That was even a what? question. No, no, that was a that was a hold. Nah, bro, he bro, bro fell. Now Lyle always falls. Like we. <laughs> no, he was holding on to him when he fell though. I Lyle I think was that was more him, questionable man. than the bull oh. crap they didn't call against uh, Michael Parsons. Where they threw the touchdown to Chris to Chris Sims or whatever his name mm-hmm. is, people mm-hmm. don't even realize Mike Parsons. Back on that one. No, he got hands to the face and slash holding both of them. Because yeah, he would have he would have made a sack. He didn't on that sack. Play, I saw that. And they yeah. didn't throw the flag. So if you're not going to throw the flag on that, then you don't throw a flag on Lyle Collins. Like period. I've seen yeah, I've I'm seen Lyman do that. stuff like that, not named Dallas Cowboys players, <laughs> and it, and it and was get fine. Away with it. So I just yep. asked for consistency. Same thing with Connor Williams. There's a, at least half of those penalties. I'm like, really. We're doing that? All right. Yep. Just make sure you stay consistent, bro. Facts. Uh, let's get L. Gene in the building. What's up, L. Gene? Oh. What's going on, Sky, man? Uh, like I said, man, uh, I, I had that conversation with you earlier about Connor Williams, man. If, if y'all not going to call the holding on, on Michael Parsons when he's horse-collared, choked every play when he rushes, yep. then Connor Williams needs his job back because pretty much that's what he does. I mean, he's just the physical – guy and um my in my mind I, I really think if if they don't call half of those penalties on Connor Williams we're talking about a Pro Bowl season because that guy I mean he he was doing his job he just got caught with holding you know ticky tack holding penalties man so what I noticed too man about this Cowboys offense man doesn't seem like they run many drag routes or many uh uh in, in breaking I, routes I, I, yeah in breaking routes, man, I don't understand why they don't do a lot of those routes. Or even uh, when Amari first got here, he ran a lot of those option, those in, those in and out routes that uh, Humphreys and uh, the guy from yeah, the, those arrow routes. I don't know why they don't run those routes more with Dak because uh, Amari, that's what he kind of specializes in, in my mind. You know what I'm saying? He fills out the defender, and then whichever way he leans, he, he goes. So. Um, I, I just I don't I don't understand. Uh, it I, it kind of it kind of feels like Kellen Moore is going back to his uh, Jason Garrett days. Like uh, you. you know what we're just gonna. Right. It's just like a Linehan. Like okay, we're just we got these certain plays that we run. We're who we are, and this is what we're gonna do. And, well, I would know, I, 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 <laughs> I would say Elgin the Linehanish. I call it Linehanian. And the, the Garrett stuff is more with the actual uh, routes. There's a t- yeah. he does a he does a ton of these comeback stop routes for Thank a- you, absolutely you no know reason. It's so it's so archaic. Too when they did that last week, I said, yo, they sat down with uh, with four button hooks all the way across, all the way across, everybody. all the way. It looked Why just like a Jason Garrett it's offer cover two. <laughs> a cover two. I, I didn't understand that man, and it just it, it kind of it kind of boggled me. And then I started thinking, well, is Jerry meddling with this like? Nah, this... he mentioned something about. Well, he mentioned something about not showing your hand for the playoffs. So did they tell him to scale it back to go vanilla? No, this ain't and new. Save all those other. Play- no, no, it's Same. not new. It's, yeah. Yeah, it kind of just. It just. It, it, it's weird because it just looked like okay, you got guys that 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 run good routes. You know, you got some decent route runners on your your, your squad, and, and all of us, oh, they just can't run routes like. It it kind of just it, it's weird to me, and I I, I, I don't understand it. You thought Koye? Oh, Jarma, you know, go ahead, Koye. No, no, I, I'm saying I'll give you, I'm just agreeing with you. Uh, I'll give you that. Yo, like, okay. At the end of the day, we're not uh we're not really going in and um, 
imposing our will on defenses. We're taking what defenses right. give us mm-hmm. and trying to figure it right. out. So, you know, they're just rolling the dice with Dak back there. So some of those plays, shout out to Big Game James and to, to Sky for breaking that down. Some of those plays where we're, like, scratching our head on Dak, it's like, what are his options, though? No check down. You just mentioned we don't do any drag routes. We used to do that with Michael Gallup all the time, especially against all Washington because of the way they use their linebackers in the middle of the field. So it's like we don't do anything to to stress out a defense no. right yeah. now, unless right. it's deep. And Michael, unless it's deep and we right. see single high because we practice against single high, so that's what we know how to beat. But if you show us anything else, it's like we don't have an answer for too high, you know, at all. It doesn't It doesn't seem like we do anyway. Don't. And, um, yeah, you guys are right. Like a lot of those button hooks and comeback routes on cover two doesn't make I, – I watched four different plays where we were – Lined up against cover two, and we ran comeback routes on the outside. Nothing up the middle of the field to stress That's out Holcomb. Seen. When Holcomb is the guy to stress in cover two, that's why can he we, did that break there. Can we, can we expound on that? That's another thing I think somebody brought up earlier. might have been from a conversation we had last week that this team doesn't seem to attack an offense or defense's weakness. It's just more of a, right. okay, this is how you want to play us, so we're going to counter it by doing this. And teams know that by now. Teams know, yeah. all right, if I show seven, they're going to run the ball, but y'all can't run, so I don't care, right? Or if I do this, they're going to do that because that's what we are. We're a reactionary offense, and that can yep. be cool at right. times, right? That can be cool yep. at times, but if that is your game plan every single week and, and one part of your offense is ailing, it is it becomes much easier to defend, much easier to defend. Right. And, and Holcomb and was the guy to remember. attack, Okoye. Exactly. He was. You were right. And, and this is how that, you can last tell. Year they go ahead. Did. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, last I, I, year, you remember that first time, and they did it one time last year. Now it's mm-hmm. the Philadelphia game when they found that Jacquees kid. Yep. They attacked him. They found the weakness, and, and they attacked it, and attacked it, and it. Yes, and they attacked it. I didn't understand why. I'm like, okay, man, these guys. None of those cornerbacks could cover none of those receivers from Washington. None of them. They couldn't well, cover any of those girls. I don't think so. The, well, the, I don't think so. Well, they, yeah, they, they can't cover them one-on-one, but their, their zone it will help with that. What they, they needed to do, and it was Akoya was correct last week, we brought this up about Holcomb, and when I went and watched, that boy was biting on every goddamn thing. I mean, he 100%. was – there were so many opportunities to to get at Holcomb. There was a route that I showed my breakdown in the red zone uh, where, uh, for whatever reason – C.D. Lamb did not do a post corner to the end zone. He did. He ran up, did a stop yeah, route, turned around. That. that was silly. He should have went post corner. But right underneath of that was Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper basically right. had 55 running kind of a Mike, uh, running kind of a Tampa, you know, two kind of just dropping back in the middle. I think the design should have been for Cooper to come under 55 because 55 can't run with him mm-hmm. and make yep. and make 55 have to cro- you know cross his face. Instead, Cooper just kind of I don't know what he did. He just kind of ran and just kind of just stuttered around in the middle of the field. And now you're like Dak, what are you doing? When really, where the hell is there to go? So he tries and to go to the other side and you get a sack. Yeah, man. And it's, it's when we do it right. We we did it right a couple times because we ran um, Wilson, I believe, up the seam, right? And that took right. Holcomb up the scene with him, and then we ran a slant right underneath that for like twenty uh, we yards. Did the same yeah. thing for a touchdown with uh, that. I think Cooper uh, it was, got it was, a touchdown. Yep, it was the Schultz. same exact way. Or it was Schultz got the touchdown. No, no, no Cooper got a touchdown, but Schultz drew the coverage. Schultz ran him out. Yeah, right. That was working. Right. We were running out and then running slants off of that because they they have Holcomb playing that spherical type of style too, and, and he's not good at it. Place. Yeah, well, he's and, he's okay and, on his first option, but he can't change direction. So it's like right. at the end of the day. Once you run them out of there, 
you got everything underneath. Or, or and if he does sit on whatever's underneath, you can you get behind the top, him right? all day. So <laughs> you can play with him all day. And it's like when we were doing it right, it was almost like it was luck. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we were lucking up and just calling the right play at the right time instead of like Attacking. we weren't going back to it. Where it's like, okay, they're gonna have to show us that he can stop this before we stop doing it. We didn't do that. We just okay, but this this play came whole- up and that's what we're gonna run. On the Holcomb interception, he bit on the he yeah. bit on that fake hard. He was out of there. He was out of there. He was he was out of there. But you have to and see that's the in game adjustments. If you see that Holcomb is biting on that, you have to have something behind that. Not only that 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 uh, well, CD did. Lamb out and that Jarwin. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think Schultz. I, I think he hey, read it wrong because he he stopped running. No, 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 Gene. Nah, he keeps running. Nah, Gene, that's on Dak, bro. That, that was on. Yeah, that was on. That was on Dak. But he hitting something on the head with the in-game adjustments, though. Oh yeah, because we haven't seen it. That's anymore. how you. That's this is how you can evaluate your offensive coordinator versus the talent of the offense, right? Which one is it? That's Back. the issue. If your coordinator Back. comes out with a with a script, so that the, the reason we're not scoring in the first quarter. Are, are killing teams and getting up in the our, beginning our of the game 15, because boy. there's something wrong with the way we're calling plays. The reason we're right. good in the second half and in the fourth quarter is because our talent, we go on the sideline. Amari Cooper's on the side. You can hear it on the sounds of the game. These guys can't do this. Or when I see them in this look, they can't guard me in this look. So we're adjusting based off of what the players are doing and seeing. And sometimes Dak even stretching plays like we said before. But our scripted right. plays or our scripted playbook does not work. It has not been working. So that is how you evaluate. Is it the coordinator or is it the talent on the field that's making this thing go? And the fact that we've always been, this season anyway, a second-half adjusting team shows that the players are what's carrying this this uh, offense when we actually are performing. It's the players. It's not, you know, Kellen Moore has great play design, don't get me wrong, but his play-calling style, in my opinion, is lacking because if it wasn't, right. we would be a great first quarter scoring team. I want to touch on that. those first my, fifteen plays. I gotta let you go, Jink. Last, right. last, last quick one. I got, I, I got last quick one. Stop running screens, and I'm done. <laughs> Y'all be easy, man. All right, bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> Run them better. <laughs> That's what it really is. It's, it's, it's definitely running it better. Execute on them. Catch they were, the ball. Gosh, they right. were terrible, Koye. Uh, you you touched on a lot there that I, I brought up last week in my um three keys to the game. And the very first one was getting into an early rhythm and flow. And that's part of that first 15, right? Uh, the, the first six weeks of the season, we were, we were on it. We were, we were coming out. We were scoring touchdowns. We were getting points. We were in a rhythm and flow. There was barely three and outs. Prior to that Washington game, I believe it was four of the last five weeks, we came three and out. Opened the game with a three and out. So, so things need to change, and it did. They got into a little bit of a flow against Washington. They went down there, and then they got into the red zone, and they became that weird, cute stuff that they like to do and didn't score a touchdown. Uh, they answered, though, I think on the third possession, which ironically was the same possession they scored against the Saints, third possession. Um, but, yeah, man, and then adjusting I wanted to touch on. We were an excellent team adjusting in game the first six weeks. I, I have no idea what happened. Like, all of a sudden – and a lot of this may have to do with being on the road because I do think Kellen Moore is different on the road. I feel like he tightens up, man. He becomes a lot more Linehan-ish. But, and he, goes, he reverts back to a lot of basics, right? Like, uh, well, I, don't, I can't get creative here because I don't know if our guys can do it on the road. It's noise, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then something that, I, that you brought up earlier that I didn't touch on, the East-West game. 
the East-West game pre-snap or at-snap motion, it actually works. And it worked mm-hmm. twice against Washington, and we just never went back to it. You get it should make you stressed out. Oh, every bro, play. we should be doing that too. You had Ezekiel Elliott I'm leveraging you every. But we never even do those jet sweeps where it's like we do jet sweeps sweep to see what you're in, but we don't do jet sweeps to get guys open. No, like they do against us. You'll see guys and, going back and forth to get us to keep switching because they know we're, we're going to switch in coverage. coverage. And, and as we're, we're switching in coverage, coverage they, they hike, hike the ball right while their guys on the edge. They'll start hiking the ball while we're switching in coverage because they know, okay, we like this matchup on the left better than we yeah. do the one on the right. So let's see what they do first. All right, now I'll jet back over there, and then we're going to hike the ball while he's in the backfield right off the edge. They, we don't do that with guys like Lamb or Schultz. We can, Schultz, you wouldn't know what the hell Schultz is doing if Schultz was sweeping across like we were doing in the Chargers game. Sometimes he was sweeping and it was a run play, and he was coming out and just killing Bosa. Sometimes he was coming off the edge off those sweeps and running routes. But you don't know what he's doing if we're sweeping or moving those those uh pre and pre-snap on every or, play. Or at Make snap. defenders think. Yeah. Yeah, at we snap don't do too. It. But make them think. Make them think. We our motions, and I said this to my to our chat yesterday, it's a basketball term. We don't dribble with a purpose. And dribbling with a purpose is, you know how it is. You know, when the girls come to the basketball court, you just start doing all this crap. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but you ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I used to I was a point guard, so I defended a lot of ball handlers. I, uh-huh. I let them do all that crazy stuff. They yep. ain't watching I'm the hips. I'm right watching here. the hips. I'm right here. I ain't yep. going nowhere, right? Yeah. So they doing all this crazy stuff and you're not doing nothing. You're not dribbling with a right. purpose. You're not you're not angling somebody to get an open pass on a or maybe a screen or whatever. Right. Dallas doesn't they that's what they do. They dribble without a purpose. They just you got number nineteen just kind of jogging across the motion just to so Dak can see, okay, they're in man. I mean, that's a basic ass that's stuff exactly. you do in the nineties. It's but, not for it's not to kill you. Yeah, it's not, kill not you. doing it to hurt you. But when teams like McVay does it excellently, um, uh, Kyle Shanahan does it, the Packers low-key even do it sometimes too. But And we did it. It works. Zeke Elliott came behind Dak Prescott at snap, 55-26, move. All it takes is one goddamn step. 88 right behind it, first down. Um, another possession. Uh, Cedric Wilson at snap motion. He comes this way, fifty-five. Just comes just that one step, and you got the screen over to to I think it was um, a CD Land for like six yards or something like that. The convoy got over there late, but the at snap motion worked. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we kind of go away from that. Those are easy ways to not only generate passing windows, but to generate running lanes. And we don't do it enough, Koya. Yeah, you're one hundred percent right, bro. You're one hundred percent right, and and um. Like I said, that's that's what my issues are with with Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore designs plays great, but I think a little bit of his uh, or a lot of bit of his uh, ability to, you know, call plays in situational football or in football situations or in game situations is in question. A lot of the things he's thinking uh, at certain times don't co. It's like he's playing Madden sometimes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like reverses and cute stuff where. It's time to really look at the game, look at these guys out of breath. You've been driving the ball upfield on mm-hmm. these guys, and then we let them off the hook by They want you to throw a ball and, and be incomplete. They want you throwing passes in the end of the game when you're up 14 points. Yeah. We're, we play right into that instead of like – it's like we don't have the ability to kill. It's like a lion cub or something like that. You know what I mean? We don't know how to go for the, the jugular yet, and we need, to, we need to get that. Oh, the defense got it. Yeah. The defense understands this though, and you can tell they understand it. But what you want to do, if you if you know you're struggling right now, you you even as an offensive coordinator, you curtail this offense to complement this defense, which is why I say yesterday. run the ball more. 
you got to curtail the offense. Now, you can't keep going out there and try to act like the offense is firing off on all cylinders, going empty backfield like you got an offensive line that's blocking lights out. Stop doing that. That's so crazy. And curtail this. Call plays and play a little bit more game, field position football, game management football while you're struggling so that these guys can get some momentum and your defense can get up. You know, the defense will get you there. They really will. We won the game last week because of oh, that Michael Parsons fumble. He, I, that score right there was the game deciding score. I you said this I mean? um, yes, yesterday, Akoya. I, I said if this offense we got four games to get out the funk, right? If this offense can get out of the funk and get back to being a a, a scary offense then you may have to change your philosophy and how you approach the games heading into the playoffs. And that's not a bad thing necessarily, right? You got the nope. guys to do it. So you got four games. But if you get to week 17, week, week 18, and your offense is still in the mud, you might have to be like, all right, now, time to be more game management, time to be more clock killing, time, time to just see if we can get through this playoff game where our defense is just locked down and then our offense just makes the, the right drive at the right time to, to make sure we, we win this game. But I don't, I don't want that, Koye, and I don't think it needs to be that way. I think this offense can get it back together. I, I think so, too. But if you look at the, the game against New England, right, we played exactly like that. We played complementary football. We weren't going high-flying and, and all over the place, man. We were playing complementary football, and it worked. Uh, even the game-winning touchdown to CeeDee Lamb, that was like, you know, that was like a uh, – it was just a bootleg. It was just a basic bootleg, but he, he instead of running shallow, he ran all the way across the field this time. But that that's the just type of football there, we need to be playing. We need to be playing like, you know, more of a, you know, like I said, full position football right now because your defense is going to give you a chance or a shot or two, yeah. especially if you can keep those guys fresh. They're going to give you a shot to win this game or to win any game. You just have to you have to understand that and, and that we're not firing off on all cylinders, especially with our offensive line. Well, we play like we are. Like, we'll go – it'll be third and three, and we'll have an empty backfield. Hey. You're not even threatening to run the ball. So, hey. of course, they're not afraid of any. They're going to pin their ears back and come for Dak. If third and three, threaten to run the ball because, at worst, if you did run the ball on that third and three, on any third down and short, and you get two yards or one yard, so what? You now still have the threat of, of being able to um, play action or roll out. If you're not going to run, you can play action off of that. They have to respect it regardless because it's third and short. You know what I mean? So, we'll have third and short, fourth and short, empty backfield. We'll be in the red zone, empty backfield. I, while Dak is hurt I have, I and our that. offensive line is not well, blocking Well, it's empty correctly. backfield with, with, with Zeke, too. So it, it's, it's goofy. Even worse. It's goofy. But but I'm starting to realize as we're talking through this, maybe we just do not have a good short game passing offense uh, schematically. Because I'm thinking about it, we are a vertical team. But how often do you hear, "Damn, that was a great rub route," or "Damn, that was a good uh, you know combination to get somebody open for a quick five yard first down"? It's mostly is Dalton Schultz going to go up there and sit down and get the first. <laughs> it's really right. nothing on a drag or anything like that of sorts. So um, I'm gonna get the DJ. Then we're going to head up out of here. Uh, uh, so let me get DJ back right. in here and get a Koye and that. They said I'm super quiet. Hey, hey. DJ, you in there? Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. What happened is when, when I mute you, if you're in the phone line waiting, they can't hear you in the phone line. Um, but you should be good now. Uh, okay, okay. I'm talking about a Koye. Yeah, Koye yeah, I can, be, I, no, no, yeah, they said I was super quiet. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm talking. I don't know why you can't hear me. But go ahead. Uh, but yeah, man. So what I was looking at, what I was thinking is what what I've also noticed over the past few weeks is that there's no like uh, deep crossing routes. Now that might be an O line thing, 
or, or something like that. But like even going back to the play that that got hurt on and uh, against the Patriots, I mean that that win and play was a, a deep grounds and wrapped CD. Um, and I haven't seen a whole bunch of it. Um, it's almost like they cut out like twenty five percent of the plays that they've been running, and all of a sudden they're just all gone. The, the playbook does seem it doesn't seem the same to me. I'm yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's true. And, and so, and and uh, Corey, I hit I hit Sky with this like almost a week ago, and I'll ask you since you're here now, and I got you is uh, you know, is there any chance? Because it doesn't make any other sense. Is there any chance that they're just like, hey, we got the division, we're going to make the playoffs, we're saving something for the playoffs? Do you? I know the likelihood of that is astronomical, but. It's the only thing that I can think of that makes any kind of sense, man. It's terrible coaching. That's where conspiracy theories come from, brother. Uh, when we, when yeah. the answer is sitting right in your face, man. Inefficiency is inefficiency, man. And uh, we're just inefficient. Yeah. I don't think that they, like with the mentality of Mike McCarthy, with the mentality of Dak and the way these guys are, I doubt that they're saying we're so great mm. offensively that we want to curtail this so that they don't know what we're doing in the playoffs. Now, if we were playing like New England back in the day where they were going undefeated, Randy Moss was just catching everything. I can see if you were saying that then, like, yeah, let's save something. But uh, we're not playing lights out to be curtailing anything. So I doubt that that would be something that uh, they, they're they saying in the game room, especially when you're keeping starters out there to, when we're up in games even to try to practice certain things and we're still throwing the ball late in games like we were like we was last week we throwing the ball late in games why because we know we need to get it right so we're still trying to practice stuff and then you see as soon as we started you know uh, uh got close again after that pick six zeke comes right back in there and we come and he comes out there aggressively because they they really understand like hey we were throwing the ball because we're trying to get some momentum going into the next game. I don't think they were throwing the ball because they just don't understand that this all that that uh that this offense is struggling. They're they're throwing the ball late in games because they're trying to get this momentum up. Uh, so I doubt that they're curtailing anything. I agree. Uh, Dak Dak's only throwing pick sixes in the fourth quarter when we're up by 14 points. Not because he doesn't understand that we're up by 14 points and we need to run the ball. They know that the passing game isn't working properly and they need as many reps in live game action as possible. So that I don't I I, we, I hear you I know you got to reach for it but we saw I, I that think that's a reach. Yeah, in, in, reach. In, hold, we saw that in Denver game. He came out and said it. He said, yeah. why, "Why is Dak Prescott in the game? You guys are losing thirty to ten or whatever." And he said, "Because we need to get him back into the rhythm of things. He's been out for two and a half, three weeks, uh, but exactly. because of the bye week and stuff. So we need we wanted to keep him in there. Some people were upset with it, uh, but but that he even said exactly what you said, Akoy. We're trying to get into this rhythm." Um, I don't know why. I don't necessarily think they're holding holding, holding something back on game day in a, in a regular season. That is a major red flag. I, I feel like if it came out that your offensive coordinator or head coach is saying, you know what, this 25% of this playbook, we're going to save that. We're going to save that because of playoffs. First of all, ain't Jack clinched, number one. Clinch first, and then let's talk about saving stuff if you want to do that. Uh, number two, like, like Koye said, I just can't see Dak Prescott. Going into those meeting rooms and, and, and saying, yeah, we're not going to run this because we want to save it. Can't see it. Can't do it. Won't do it. We want winners. No, but no, seriously. <laughs> it's a glory hole. <laughs> uh, well, with, with saying that, actually, uh, is there a chance that there's like a lack of confidence in the people out on the field? You know what I mean? With with uh, Zeke being hurt the way he has, uh, not having wide receivers, stuff like that. I mean, is that – 
could that be more – I mean, that's so way more logical. Like, hey, we can't run this because these guys – like, I'm not confident in these guys doing that. Um, but it's been so dramatic that it's, it's been a hindrance to where, like, they're just, like, basically slamming their head up against the wall almost. You know, like, hey, we're still running this uh, this A-gap dive. That's good. Uh, just because we know that, the, you know, this right up uh, Zach Martin, and he, we know he's good, but I don't trust trying to go behind Connor McGovern or uh, we're not sure Lyle's in shape yet. I mean, that's not really a concern now, but it, would that be more likely in that aspect? I, I, I agree. I'd rather it be that. I think it is I'm, that, to be honest with you. That, that's my greatest frustration with Zeke still playing throughout the struggles. We're struggling offensively anyway, so this should be time. If you're going to struggle anyway with him there or not, right? Struggle now. Mm-hmm. Don't carry this struggle into the playoffs. At least we know one thing's true. A healthy Zeke changes a lot of these things that we're complaining about. Seriously. Yeah. Whether the offensive true. line is blocking well yeah. or not. If you go back and look at it, and I can run the film if you guys want me to, but if you go back and look at a lot of the long runs by Zeke and Pollard this season, they weren't just clean, wide-open holes. We don't have Emmitt Smith-style right. holes like we had before. These guys are making their guy miss. Yes. They're one guy that they have to make miss in the hole, sometimes in the backfield. Zeke was making guys miss and jump-cutting out of things, spinning out of things, and then making a play, and then taking two or three guys with him on his way to another. It might be a 12-yard run, but when you look at the stats, you say, okay, that was 12 yards. But it was 12 yards with five hits you know, on that particular play. Zeke can't be asked to do that right now. You see what I'm saying? So a healthy Zeke cures a lot of these things, and he erases a lot of these things that we complain about when they miss on a block. You know, they might miss on a block. They've been doing it all years, but but now it affects us because we don't get anywhere. It's just a three yards and a puff of smoke now, whereas before it was, okay, he makes a guy miss in that hole, or he just straight derails a guy and takes him another seven yards, or Tony Pollard will make his guy miss, and he's gone. That's what's been happening. It hasn't been perfect blocking anyway. Right. So a healthy Zeke and a healthy yeah. Tony changes a lot of the things that we're complaining about, but we're not giving ourselves a chance. We're giving ourselves a chance by giving Tony some time off, but right now it should be Clemens and that kid Hardy running the ball right it now. Should. Let Zeke sit down and let's struggle because we're struggling anyway. It's not like Zeke's playing now and, you know, we're, he's still, you know, killing it. And we're like, we, we know he's hurt, but he's killing it. We got to keep him in here because he's our offense. It's not like that's happening. If they, that was happening, I can understand trying to get to the playoffs by running Zeke. But thanks he for, should be resting while we're struggling. Make and it then DJ out in the playoffs, quick. we can go hard. Thanks for the call, DJ. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. No problem. Appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, I uh, totally agree. And this is why my frustration with Ezekiel Elliott still being in there during that time, I felt like Tony Pollard, had he been featured to Koye, could have been doing some of those things. Uh, is, does he have this, the vision of, of an elite Zeke? Maybe not. Maybe not. But I've seen Tony Pollard make some great cuts, and I've seen some plays in that Washington game where I was like, damn, Clement, if that was TP, he might have been ghost because he, he can make you miss. play the game. When we talk about Connor McGovern, but Connor McGovern, he cleared a hole when Zeke's first play the game, and Zeke saw it. He couldn't cut to get he to can't it. can't cut. But it was wide open. Like, Zeke ran right into the back of uh I know what exactly you're talking about, yeah. Instead of running into the hole to the left, it was right there off tackle. Uh, he bent in with, with, to the right, and then it was there. That cutback lane was right there. He couldn't get to it. This is another, couldn't get to it. Another play where I think it was it was a double block down from uh, Connor, or not Connor, but um, Lyle Collins and Zach Martin, and then you had Jeremy Sprinkle kind of rainbowed his guy. I like to use that term. Kind of had yeah. his guy loop around. Yeah. Oh yep. my gosh! There was, I saw it. If he would have just cut back, he might have been ghost. Well, I don't know if he'd have been ghost. It's Zeke for for talking about. But if that was Tony yeah. Pollard, 
that might have been a touchdown. Don't. So, and that was my frustrations with with not featuring Tony Pollard. I get it. He's your ninety million dollar running back. You're going to feed me. Everybody want to say that. Oh well, it's his pass blocking. Listen, bro. What 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 good has it done? That's <laughs> what I'm saying right. in the last six weeks. So right. if we were like killing it because he's <laughs> pass blocking it to death, like you know what I mean? Like, oh what? Zeke, you still got blocked by Zeke? Uh, what good, what, you know what, what good is it done? You, know you got mean? Zeke at left guard, you know what I mean? Then okay, cool. Do you know, you know I mean? you know how much I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say the dude's better. I'm just saying Tony Pollard, you can do some crazy good, cool things with him. I you want to say you better. Go ahead. I'm not. You I'm not. It. You try not to say. You want to say. It. He want to say. It. I can see you. I can tell. I read your soul, man. <sighs> you right at the edge. Let me do this. Like, I'm not trying to say he's better, but but you know that he can do way Let better do things. Tony Pollard is better than Zeke Elliott right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's easy. That's easy. Right now, but healthy Zeke Elliott. You know, that's a little bit different story. But that's they what makes each other, man. they compliment each other when they're healthy, right? But that's what makes it so frustrating is that all right, Zeke, man, you hurt. I know if I got TP in there, I can I can make my route somebody up. I can motion them out. I can jet sweep them. I can right. uh, have them come out the backfield on a flare. I can hand the ball off to them. I just feel like yo, just feature him real quick. Let's see what we can get because look at the Saints game, right? Saints game is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a Tony Pollard, I'm sorry, if you got Ezekiel Elliott. He not busting no fifty yard touchdown run, nah, so you know how you talked about you know just establish the run, you know attempt, attempt, attempt. Eventually, you know something will shake. Well, ain't nothing going to shake with Zeke, but I know it's going to shake with Tony Pollard. So if you are if you are holding me for three quarters or or two and a half that's quarters, that's the guy you run thirty. That's times. the guy just you give it. the ball to because all to it, it take is one. Three three of those plays will be 20, 30, 50. He got 100 yards in three plays. You might have ran them 20 times, and the other ones were three, four-yard plays. Four it doesn't matter, though. Right. It doesn't matter, though. He, the threat what? is there. So you're you, you right on the head with that. I'm going to go ahead and switch your audio, too, since we're done with the phones here, brother. Bet that. You good? Wait, I'm you. still muted. All right, can you hear me? Yep. There we go. I can right. hear you loud and clear now. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Good. All That's right, crazy. I missed a super chat earlier. My fault here. Uh Super chat from uh, Spock. Can you save me? If you're still in here, Spock, appreciate the four ninety nine donation. He said, "Do you really think Dak wants more offensive line experiments?" Hell no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dak don't. But you know, they got to figure something out. That's when we were talking about uh, potentially moving Lyle Collins over there uh, to what's his name. Yeah, we're done with the phone lines, so so no more calls here. Let me end that. Goodbye. All right. Oh oh oh. Uh oh. You there? Yeah, I can hear you. I knew that was going to do something stupid. Right, wait a minute. Give me a mic check one more time. Mic check. One, All two. Right. All right, we good. All right, yeah. Something had messed up for a little bit, but we straight now. All right, man. Get down here. We back. That kind of that kind of threw me off a little bit. I don't know if you heard the little background noise, but we straight. Yeah, I heard a little bit of it. We straight. I uh, saw something in the chat here, y'all. I think it was Stevie Mac said the game will be moved from one o'clock on Sunday to four fifteen. Apparently, uh, there was something else I saw. Oh, somebody reminded me. We didn't we didn't bring this up. I was gonna make fun of Urban Meyer, but whatever. Bro. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer was fired. He's a new uh, new Petrino, apparently. Um, but the Hopkins, Nuke Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is out yep, yep. for the rest of the regular season. So yep. I know we're we're jumping ahead, right, Okoye, with with the Cardinals game. But I think that Cardinals game could end up being. A very important game for seeding. Even if it's not number one, 
it's potential mm-hmm. to be number two or three. Number two, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and they won't have Depending D-Hop. Depending on how this week shakes out. If if we can tie with everybody this week or with one of those two top teams, because everybody has three losses in, in front of, that are in front of us. Yeah. So if we can tie one of those guys this week, um, yeah, going into um, that Cardinals game could be crucial for us. You know yeah. what I mean? So We're one game out of the yeah. best record in the National Football League. And, and the way things have been Next. going, you would never think that. One right. game. The way we're talking, you would think that it's like this is a shit. <laughs> excuse me, a crap show. One game. You know what I mean? yeah, and you um, think so. the way the Cowboys can get the first seed is a three-way tie between Tampa, Dallas, and Green Bay. They can't get it if they tie with Tampa because of the, the game they lost earlier, lost. which you know questionable. Facts. Um, and but they, I'll take two seed. Yeah, they can win the division this week. Cowboys win. Uh, Washington lost. The division's locked up. I'll say this. I'm. Go ahead. You go to say first. No, 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 no. I was going to talk about resting, but go ahead. If we even look like we about to lose to the Giants, oh, man, I'm already telling y'all right now ahead of time, bro. You you're not going to see politically correct articulate Okoye. Watch this. You're going to see. <laughs> yes, you're going to see a lot of that. You're going to see Hood Ninja Okoye, and I don't think y'all going to like it. So I'm prepared to lose some subs. Uh, it's on because I'm dead seriously going to explode if we look like we looked against Washington against the Giants, for real. So we better not. I, I, I said that going into the watch. I said if we lost to Washington going into the Washington game, I was going I was going to explode. If we win, I won't explode. I'll be upset if we win the way we won though. But if we lose, I mean I won't put that out there. But good, I mean come on, man, this team is terrible. This is a bad team. This is why we didn't break down the X's. What is it? Mike Glennon. Yeah. Is, you might not have a Saquon Barkley. He's out. No Xavier McKinney. John Ross. Uh, what's Tony. the cat's name? Kadarius. T- if the boys don't go out here and get right, like, we can't have them coming out here. It should look like, like Atlanta. This. It should look like Atlanta. It should be Facts. a 40 burner. And they shouldn't score more than 10 points. They better That's not come out here it. looking like him. Can't get right. They need to get right. Okay? We need to go to the boom, boom room. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Put the boom boom right. room, <laughs> right? Where it's at? Let's get there. Let's go, man. Shoot, That's man. Crazy. We need to be. We need to be coming up on on New York on the Giants. Like you want your cornbread? <laughs> you go eat your cornbread. Yeah, I want my cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> right now, come out this week and say, yeah, we. They should. They should say it again. Like we definitely gonna win this game. Like come out and say it this week too, man. Say it every week. That's what we need, man. It's like that woke us up last week. Maybe it'll wake us up this week, man. But uh, then it will be this this week. It'll be kind of like uh, called for. Washington still has some life, and we said it. This right. team, they was on a four game win wa- streak. Yeah, this team yeah. was not Washington, bro. So we should not yeah. struggle. And that will show us that if we do, though, it shows that we're playing down to the level of our competition. Right. And that is a problem. And they that weren't really doing that at the beginning of the year. I mean, it, they blew these boys out earlier in the season. They uh, blew out the the Panthers in a way, you know that that fourth quarter weird stuff happened. They blew out the Eagles, you know. It was just putting forty on all these dudes, right? The film has uh, caught up to us, man. Film, film, and I think competition has tightened up a little bit too. I mean, the, the the teams that we've played over the last, you know, the the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Broncos, they're not as bad as the the Eagles and the uh, well Eagles. They, we, they we actually lost the in New, Eng- New England has a lost the game. New England, that's them. true. That's true. That's true. Since we beat them. Yeah, haven't yeah. lost anything. Yeah, played. I forgot to show you this this little graphic here, uh, Koye, and why I'm really confident in this defense moving forward. Uh, they're a traveling defense since week one. 
The defense has only given up 18.5 points per game on the road. 14 total takeaways, 5-1 record, and these are the quarterbacks they face. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and Mac Jones. And they've they've caused multiple turnovers with three of those uh, quarterbacks there. Mahomes, two, Herbert, two, Mac Jones, two. So, you know, this defense can definitely travel. The problem is, Koye, and and, and I'll end it on this, your defense, if it's going to be that great, and you're, you're, you know, you need to need to be complemented with a run game, yep. and the Cowboys don't have that right now, and they have to find that. I'm not comfortable going into the playoffs having to be a 45 pass yard or pass attempt team. Um, don't want to do that. Can't do it. All right. With that said, man, let me get into the chat. Appreciate you guys joining here. Um, Stevie Mac said, "Are we allowed to smack the hell out of Kellen if, he, if the offense is stale again this week?" I mean, y'all see Kellen at Buffalo Wild Wings. You slap him, you slap him good, goddammit. <laughs> one of them jaws, boy. I tell you. Come on back there, tell him. Come on to the back, Kellen. I got to have a conversation let me, with you. Let me holler at you real quick, young boy. Come here. Let me talk to you. Look at the flowers. Just, just, just look at the flowers. Oh, <laughs> hit him with the carol. That's my scene right there. She said, look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> that was my scene right there. I'm, I'm, like, I'm serious. Carol hard body. Yo, and they Carol sleep on Carol. You know, I'm watching that right now. I ain't always going to tell y'all, but I'm kind of forcing myself to go through it again. But And, and Carol's oh, character development is so crazy. How she Her was just that character. sweet little, uh, scary little old lady. And she turned into a gangster real quick. Yeah, yeah, I love Carol, yeah. man. Carol and Rick. I like Rick when Rick tore dude up. Uh, Rick be tripping, stuff, bro. Man. Yeah, Rick was crazy back Rick crazy then. Rick hell. got too nice. Yeah, he got too nice, man. Rick, Rick get a lot of people dead, killed man. with his decisions, too. Yeah, yeah, Rick too nice, man. He yeah. act like this. it's the still the regular world out right. there, bro. You like you got to go ham, Rick. Yeah, now, now we about, need a shame. Shame. We need a shame out here. Need we need shame at offensive coordinator. We don't need Rick. <laughs> we need shame. Need a murderer. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we need a murderer, Mister Steal Your Girl. I ain't playing with nobody. I mean, if we, we keep it the bean, <laughs> you, you sound like we need Negan. That's what you sound like. Yeah, we Somebody, need a baseball bat with, with the barbed wire. Let's said, go. Negan said, you "Fish your pants yet? <laughs> you going Yo. to in a few minutes? <laughs> That's what we need. We need Negan out there." With his little whistling ass. Yo, yeah. I love Negan, man. Yeah. That was funny, man. All right, man. For that those... was a good reference right there. You, you, we got we to gotta talk movies and shows, yeah. man. I'm watching man, we the know Witcher in the chat right we was talking about all that. But you yeah, and Vach was yeah. going on you talking about yeah. it. Yeah, man. That's my sh- you know, I mess with movies all day, man. Yeah. The Witcher, I'm watching that right now. That I watched that first season. Did it come out with another one? Yeah. Yeah, it just came out. That's why okay. I'm, wa- I'm re-watching the first season, and I'm going to roll right into the second season. I'm binge-watching it. Okay. Hey, we'll have to do that. Hey, listen, um, for those who don't know what we're talking about, this is The Walking Dead. So y'all, if y'all are into the show or whatever, you can check it out. But, man, me and you might have to do a, a separate podcast with Vach. I'm I know waiting, Vach is into that type of I've been telling Vach, let's go. We too busy with this, but I'm telling no. you, I'm not playing. It's not for effect. I would love it. Let's go. Like that's what I like to do, man. Yeah, because so we 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 it's obvious we can we 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 kind of got a versatility in regards to pop culture and stuff like that. Yep. So I'm down for that. Yep. If y'all down for that, let us know. We might uh, might do that. One hundred. Let's do it. But I right, man, I done kept you forever. I don't want you getting in trouble, man. Let me get you hey, up man. out of here, bro. Hey, look, I wake up in trouble. It's about you gonna mix up to the top or the bottom of that trouble. That's all. But you wake up in trouble every day, man. I twist to the top. That's yeah. all. Let them know where they can find your work, man, and uh, so they can plug into it. Um, you can find me at Aoki. Uh, Edia <laughs> Aoki Edia on YouTube. <laughs> he said Edia, <laughs> Edia, just switch it all around. Aoki Edia. and Media, 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, you can find me at AKOYE Media on YouTube, man. Uh, at AK Clips or Akoye Clips, I'm sorry, on um, on TikTok, and um, also Akoye Media on IG. Uh, definitely like and subscribe. Make sure you guys are sharing content, both yes. this and content on my channel, because uh, YouTube, man, they not. I don't know what it is, man. Yo. I ain't gonna talk too much about them. I don't know what it is, but uh, the videos that I do that I know have virality, you know, they 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 get pushed somewhere. There's, I don't know. But a video that I do that I don't really care about will get 30,000 views. I'm like, well, damn, how, who's seeing that versus I'm gonna versus tell you what's like going the, on, the hometown glory video? I'm like, that should have been shared everywhere. But what's going on? It just big, stopped at three thousand. Just stopped flat. You know big bank I mean? is big bank is paying attention. When I mean big bank, I mean the mothership. But I talk to you about that off air. Oh yeah, let's talk. This see what's I'm about to get gangster with him. Like, oh, y'all want me to turn up? You see, I'm changing it. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna keep. You want me to do more? I'm gonna get better and better. So keep all right, Shane, I, I see you, Shane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you hear? It. <laughs> you hear? It. <laughs> yeah, I heard it coming out. I it Lori, down. I'm coming for you, Lori. Don't play with me. That's my baby too. What, what Who man baby said? is that? Who baby is that? It's like they need Mari or something. Like who, I'm the pappy that did baby boss. That's what Shane said. I don't, I, don't give a good, I don't give a good god dang Rick. You got to go, fam. This is my <laughs> this is my camp. <laughs> he said that American pie is worth killing my homie over. I got to get it. Like what's up? What you want to do, dog? They crazy. He's like what you. He put a knife down in between. Like, what you want to do, dog? Like, I'm gonna take you on a walk. Let's go on a walk, Rick. What you want to do? You know, he tried to kill And the Rick knew halfway too. Rick was like, "You sure this is where we want to go, Shane? This is where they at?" And Rick was like, or Shane was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." He was like, man, you gonna have to make me kill your ass, dog. <laughs> I want one more time, Shane. Ain't nobody out here. Is this where we want to be? Shane's like, yeah, <laughs> right over said, here. Yeah, fool, right over here. Okay, turn around. Rick like, okay. Rick like, all right, man. All right, man. I guess <laughs> I got to this bull. <laughs> Can't talk about this. Hey, I appreciate y'all oh, for sticking man. through, man. This has been a fire show. This might be one of my favorite ones we did, Koya. Yeah, yeah, this was funny as this hell, This might be man. one of my favorite ones we did, man. <laughs> this was funny as hell. I like it, man. Appreciate it. I can't wait for next week, man. For appreciate sure. y'all. I'm going to go ahead and press this button, man. Um. Yeah. What we got going on today? Later today, my guy Mauricio Rodriguez continues to kill it on the primetime, A to Z Sports primetime. Make sure y'all check that out. Also, A to Z Sports.com slash Dallas. All, all articles are up there. We got great writers. Check that out as well. Uh, appreciate y'all for rocking with us. If y'all can on the way out, man, drop them fire emojis. That'll help as well. Get this uh, this algorithm popping too, man. Koye. Oh, that count? What the fire do? Well, not the fire, just 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 the engagement. Oh, well, I'm about to say they they watch the fire. So I'm about to say drop fires. <laughs> the fires of glory hole. Let's go. No, they, yeah, right. They, they like the it's the engagement. So the numbers. Oh, all right. Ahead, I was man. about to say like, what's up? Just every, anything to help us Teach brothers me. out, man. Teach help me, young guru. Now, now law, say, law, 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 the one. You know, that's the Godfather. That's the one. You man, know. I, Law got three brothers that look just like him. I swear to God, because I don't know how the hell Law is everywhere, man. I seen him in the Giant last week, and I'm like, ain't you supposed to be in Dallas? On <laughs> he was on live and in Giant at the same time. <laughs> you, know, you know what Law is? I'm Negan. We everywhere, bro. What that yeah, say? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Negan said, "Who are you? Negan. Who are you? Negan. Negan. I'm everywhere." We I'm everywhere, Cowboys. I'm doing an intro. Lot, the Walking Dead getting an intro now, man. It's getting it's, it's, it's too late. 
Let's go, bro. Appreciate y'all, man. Love y'all. We out of here. Make sure y'all lock in. Hit that like button. Share this, this content and subscribe, bro. We out. Peace. Come back here real quick. I just saw that it is Miss Jackie's birthday, man. I'm gonna go ahead and let this play a little bit because I want y'all to 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 tell Miss Jackie, you know, happy birthday. Miss Jackie been a day one on this channel uh from the time it started. So, you know, happy birthday, Miss Jackie. Okoye, they can hear you still, I think. Definitely. So. Happy birthday, Miss Jackie. Uh you everywhere. You know, it's a lot of y'all that do transverse a lot of the channels, but you definitely one of them I see everywhere, everywhere. no matter who channel I'm on. You showing love and you consistent and supportive. So yeah. happy birthday. You know, I'm going to drink a shot to you today. I ain't been drinking lately, but I'm I'm going to get buzzed with Miss Jackie today. Let me see Cheers. if I can. <clears throat> Cheers. Let me see if I can give you all the, <clears throat> the Stevie Wonder. Definitely happy Deffy, too. I see her in there. Peace. To... No, I'm just but not... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was about to start clapping and giving you the Stevie give Wonder. Stevie Wonder yeah. Let's go. Hey, happy birthday, Miss Jackie. Thank you for your support, man. You, you've been an awesome fan. Thank you so much. With that said, y'all. I'm going to let y'all go out with some, some little music real quick, man. Appreciate you.